Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Weekly Planet, where we talk movies and comics and TV shows. My name is James, also known as Mr. Sunday. With me, as always, is my co-host, Nick Mason. Good, I like that. They're really adding some some dynamism to the intro there. We need really that. Good. Don't you think we're lacking something in the show? Do you think that people are turning off because they're sick of our shit? I mean, yes, obviously, <laughs> but I figured that was like an endless cycle. Oh, right. Like, we'd get, we'd get, you know, people would leave in droves, yes. and then we'd get a trickle of new listeners. Yeah, right. Because they'd be... People would be throwing down their phones in disgust and being like, I'm sick of this Weekly Planet podcast. And then another person would be like, Weekly Planet podcast? That sounds like some sort of weird conspiracy theory National Enquirer podcast. I'll give that a listen, right? And then, then we got him. Then we got that one person, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Are they picking up the phone? Like it's in a puddle? And they're like, hmm, this is for me. No, because nobody's outside. Oh, you know what? I haven't factored it in. Some people are outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marching around. Mm-hmm. That's right. Do it, Fight the good fight. Fight the good fight, exactly, yes. Just to be clear, I do not believe they are fighting the good fight. Listen, hey, uh, for the past month or so, behind the scenes. Oh, yes. What we've been uh, collecting, well, not us. We've got somebody to build us <laughs> a, a subscription service. That's right. For, uh, for this podcast and the YouTube channel and, and that kind of thing. The idea being that well, sponsorship is, uh, we, we, have, we have lost a lot of sponsors because of this pandemic thing. And it's also. But your YouTube revenue is fine, right? No, my YouTube revenue is nearly half. Oh, Mason. Well, okay. Yeah. I was trying to I was trying to be positive towards you and then I remember we had that exact conversation. Yeah. So look and it's not it's certainly not dire, but this is something we'd be playing because it's it's similar to what the Sands Pants guys are doing. It's actually the same guy who's building it. But uh and the idea is that we're not gonna take anything away that people get through Patreon or In fact, just we're adding or just something. Yes. We're adding the dumbest idea I've ever had, which we'll explain maybe when, when it's when yeah, it's up and running. Exactly. I've thought of a new podcast. It's a little yes. little bonus, little something. Just 25, 30 minutes mm-hmm. that we're gonna do bonus every week or couple of weeks depending yeah. but the idea is look if if this is something you're interested in we're just kind of gauging interest it's all optional and again the stuff that you're already getting like this the podcast you can still have free, yeah. but it will be also things like because we also have ads that are inserted which aren't us into the podcast which are not affected but we'll take those out oh yeah cool but also with an additional podcast which also sounds like we're making you pay for a thing that we added which is why also we added the extra podcast and some other early stuff and whatever but uh so what do people want to see stuff yeah so 
Do people do you want- have like hidden recordings of me from years ago being like, this podcast thing will never fly. <laughs> You'll never do anything with your life, James, or me. You're saying right. you're attacking yourself. Yeah. But we'd really like to know what kind of what things people kind of want to see. Uh, if this is something they're interested in, yeah. again, completely optional. You don't have to. And the other thing is, um, like movie commentaries or whatever, and things like that. Um, so they'll all be up on the one page, right? Be, yeah, that's the idea. So look, additional ones. I'm saying oh, yeah, also, cool. but again, that won't take away from the way that we used to do it. Also, it'll be like an additional thing. Anyway, I just thought we'd throw that out there because we're we're currently putting that together. Again, entirely optional. I keep saying that. I know, but I feel like. The fact that you keep saying it's entirely optional is starting to make me suspicious that it isn't entirely optional. Well, what we do, it won't be optional, but then eventually two weeks end will be completely mandatory. Oh, you're good. So, yeah. Good. Whether or not you listen to the show or not, you have to sign up for it. That's right. It's like a pyramid scheme. If you sign up somebody and then, you know, then the money trickles Here's back how it works. It's going to be like the movie The Ring. Yeah. If you listen to our podcast, you will die in seven days. Yes. But if you sign someone else up to our, our optional subscription service, you will live. Yeah, that's right. So That's how it works. So if you could just, just spread it around. You know? Yeah. So look, uh, email in uh, weeklyplanetpod at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter if there's something in particular you'd like to see. But again, Mason has thought of a very fun idea, which we've been uh, hashing out. Or he's been hashing out, I should say. I have very little to do with it. So if it goes badly, you know. You're on fun. it. Yeah, on, yeah, I should say. I'm on. No, I really like it. I think people really enjoy it. Anyway. Uh, again, we want to kind of move away from having to rely specifically on YouTube and sponsorship because there's also people we have to pay, obviously, and, and including ourselves. So we kind of want to build something independent of that. Venom. Remember that movie? What? I didn't know there was going to be Venom. Venom 2. I didn't know there was going to be Venom news. This oh, week. it's this big Venom. Exciting. Didn't you yeah. hear the title? First of all, it's been pushed to 2021. Oh, it's a bunch of carnage out that's here right. or something. Let, that's a, yeah, that's right. There's a bunch of carnage out here. It's uh, it's called Let There Be Carnage. Okay, what wow. do you think? I hate it. Sounds bad. Yeah, but is that what, what do you he, expect? Is that what Carnage said at the end of the last one? I think no, he, he said, said there's, there's going to be some carnage okay, in the yeah. next movie. Oh, me, yeah. Woody Harrelson, which is this movie. Yes, if you're reading this now, <laughs> that's right. So uh, the date has also been pushed to 2021. It was supposed to be later this year, I believe. Okay. So who knows when we're getting the trailer for that or anything else? Tom Hardy also posted a picture to his Instagram, like a th- I, I presu- presume it was a fan art, but of. Uh, Venom eating Spider-Man. So people are like, oh, okay. I think there's, there's more than likely now that Spider-Man is going to be worked into the Venom franchise. Well, speaking of fan art, did you see this week, a, a mm. few people sent it to us, uh, Boss Logic, famous fan art guy. Fan artist. He, uh, he has done... And regular artist. He he's does, also a regular yeah. artist, that's true. He uh, did, I think it might be some old art that he's, that he's put up again. It's uh, It was Captain America versus Lucas Lee, yes. which is, which is a, t- a match-up we did in last week. That's week's, right, that's right, exactly. Uh, uh, superhero Showdown. Terrific. I think it's just a coincidence. Oh, no, it definitely it's is. Definitely yeah, it's definitely yeah. a coincidence. Well, I know that directors like hit him up or like creators be like, hey, I just want to, you know, uh, the guy who directed Kong Skull Island, Jordan yes. Voked something. Voked Roberts? Yes, that's yeah. right. He asked him, can you just mock me up like an Oscar Isaac as Snake? Because he doing, he's doing this um, Metal Gear oh, Solid movie where okay, he was. Cool. And I, who knows what's happening? Right. So, yeah, so he does a lot of work like that as well. So huh. that, That's a service that wouldn't have been provided, you know, 20 years ago. No. even Because they'd be like... Hey, I'm gonna do a I'm gonna do a Metal Gear Solid movie. Can you? Um, Who's Oscar Isaac? They'd say, <laughs> they'd say he's not even out of drama school. <laughs> they'd say, Hey, can you mock up just the most generic man in black leather? Yeah, because that's, that's what right, the yeah. character's gonna look like in this movie. because yeah. we're not gonna commit to anything. You're not wrong. Hey, we're gonna do an X Men movie. Can you mm. mock up Hugh Jackman just in a black costume, <laughs> just a black black suit? That's yeah. You're not wrong. So yeah, what a world we live in, though. Where you know, I think a lot of the times, like there is fan art and fan suggestions and, and Reddit threads. They Would do you say there's, there's carnage out there. Oh, mate, let there be carnage. That's what I say. 
in, the, in the movie Carnage. Oh, too. okay, right. Because yeah. that would seem irresponsible in real life. You, you just think, say, let there be Carnage. Do you think it's going to like spin the third one will be like, and now there's Toxin or whatever the next one is? <laughs> yep, and now there's Venom 3 and now there's Toxin. It's another one. It's another, this one's green maybe. Yeah, they do get less interesting, the, the symbiotes, as they kind of spin off, don't yes, they? Yes, they do. Yeah. It's like Although mash and now, after mash. Now in the comic books, there's also there's a symbiote god. Like there's a there's oh okay, because whole... oh, they've got their own civilization. Of that, yeah, don't right. They? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And I kind of feel it made it's made the whole thing less interesting. But yeah, what can you do? I'm I, not I'm not in charge of any of this. I do like the idea that Ven- if I was, I'd be against it. <laughs> yes, and you'd mock up some fan art, wouldn't you? That's right. I do like the idea that Venom- it's fan art of Venom going, boy, it's a shame my whole civilization was destroyed. <laughs> there's no more of us. And that's the end of that. But no, I like the idea that Venom is pretty standard among his like race. Oh, he's not even that interesting. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I think that's interesting, you know. But anyway. Have you said, you know, did you ever watch Star Trek Deep Space Nine? I don't know. One of the characters, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. One of the characters in that, Odo, he's like the security chief on the space station. Yeah. And he's a shapeshifter and he's like the least good of all the shapeshifters. Like he's got, when he's first introduced, he's, he's, he's sort of got kind of like very sort of generic puffy features. Yeah. But all the other ones can are way better at him <laughs> than, uh, way better than him at, at shapeshifting. So yeah. we, we don't meet him till, you know, several seasons later, but they're like, why are you so bad at this? <laughs> right. Why are you the least interesting Is it because one? this guy, like, is that what he looks like in real life? No. And they're no. like, we don't really like this, the way this actor looks, and we're going to make uh, fun of it. Oh, Wow. Well, he's dead now, so... Oh, okay. Well, then, so hopefully it's not that. <laughs> There's a similar that. character in uh, The Orville, like yeah. the security chief. I think she leaves the show, but she's, like, super strong for a humanoid. But among her people, they're from, like, a heavy gravity planet. Oh, right, uh-huh. And it doesn't... Like, she's, like, standard. Among, oh, yeah, right. Okay. Among her people. Well, yeah. I, mean, I guess there's, I, I get maybe that is a, I mean, that's a, that's a pretty standard trope, I guess, in in Star Trek for a long time. Like uh, Deanna Troy in yeah. Next Generation, she's an empath, mm. whereas the rest of her race are telepaths. Yeah, right. So she can always, she can just be like, so she's not human. She's or, half uh, human, a half Betazoid. Okay. Yeah. So half Beetleborg. Yeah, half Beetleborg. <laughs> <laughs> you remember the Beetleborgs? Vaguely. Yeah. Good. Anyway, okay, sorry. Great. Go on. Uh, so she's half, half, and half So she's half Beyblade. <laughs> She's half Blade, Beyblade, half Digimon. So she has more power, but she's also got whatever ability the Beetleborgs have. Yes, I'll, I'll Google it. But they're they're you know they're all te- telepathic, but she can only be like this. Mean this man seems angry. This oh, man right. approaching us with a sword. Yeah, seems with angry. a scowl on his face. Yes, yeah. exactly. Oh, they're like a Power Rangers knockoff kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. And Spock, famously half Vulcan, half human. Yes, right. very famous. Mm, yeah, the most famous one, probably. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so in other news, the Batman has been pushed from... Is Worf half Klingon? I don't know. I mean, he's definitely at least half Klingon. I think he's full Klingon, isn't there he? There you go. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> People will tell us. But he's always like, if I didn't, if you weren't the captain, I'd tear you apart because of honour. Mm. <laughs> and then Picard's like, but you're not. Yeah. He's like, ah, nuts. <laughs> nuts to the you. Klingon equivalent of nuts. Yeah. Is the Doctor half human? The Doctor. Only in the telly movie. Yeah, he is, isn't he? Mm. But that people haven't people also we're talking about Doctor Who. That's by right. The way. Yeah. But haven't also people retcon <laughs> Doctor that, Who, the main character of Doctor yes. Who? Yes. Haven't people retcon that to be that that particular incarnation is half human? Because there's also remember when David Tennant Doctor Who? There's two versions of that because oh, one right, regenerated yeah. from a human hand, so he's like a human version of oh, the Doctor. Right, 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 I don't know whether that actually turns out to be true, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> Absolutely doesn't matter. Yeah. 
Uh, just nice to think about that. It's isn't lovely it? to think about things. Yeah. Uh, the Batman has been pushed from June 2021 to October 2021. Shazam from May to November 2022. These dates are constantly moving. I was, we were talking about this before the show, so I'm just going to stop doing this because <laughs> it's. You were like, I'm going to move the moving the dates thing to up top of the show, and I'm like, why? To get rid of it. Oh, yeah, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> so yeah, I don't nice. have to talk about it. Mm. Uh, the Flash from July 2021 to June of 2021. They moved that up. Bold. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Spider-Man got moved, which we suspected it would be because it was in the middle of a Marvel slate that got moved because it's the Sony right, property yes. from July to November. And Thor 4 got moved up one week to February 11, 2022. And a bunch of other stuff moved, like Uncharted got pushed back. And there's a Dungeons & Dragons movie that... May or may not have been yeah. <laughs> worked mm-hmm. on at the moment. Who's to say? It's Dungeons and Dragons. Where's Gambit? Where's what's the status of Gambit? I don't know nothing about Gambit. Okay. Yeah. Could we make up some wild rumors? Maybe we could call Gambit's mum and see if he can Gambit could come out and play. Okay, cool. Where's Gambit? Is he grounded at the moment? He might be grounded. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. At least he's got a Sega Master System to play. <laughs> yeah. Who do you think Gambit is? A kid from the nineties. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Star Wars news. He leapt into a pool and he wrecked his hypercolor t-shirt. <sighs> he would, wouldn't he? Yeah. Actually, before we get to Star Wars news, your favorite thing. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we've talked about this with Dungeons and Dragons. Yes. We have. I'm. I'm sure we have actually. Now I think about it. You got to go more specific than general Dungeons and Dragons now, don't I you? I think you do. Because then it's generic fantasy stuff. You know, it's a dragon and it's a castle yeah, and it's I, a look, mage I, and yeah, whatever. I, I feel you, you've either got two options and it's it's use an established Dungeons and Dragons fantasy setting like yep. Forgotten Realms or, or Ravenloft or Dragonlance or Greyhawk or Dark Sun or... You know a lot about I've this. I've run out of Planescape. I'm genuinely impressed by this. Uh, you, well, you, I don't know how many of these still exist though. Uh, they all be, exist. Yeah, I know, but a lot of them have been discontinued, I think. But people can play whatever they want, That's can't true. they? That is yeah. true, yeah. Look, you either got to do that or you've got to build a fantasy realm maybe that takes elements of any of those and yeah. just make it distinct enough that it isn't just... Literally the Dungeons and the Dragons. Yeah, you know? that's right. It's, yeah, and it's uh, four people on a quest or whatever, yeah. which I guess is Dungeons and Dragons. Right. Uh-huh. Stuff anyway, but yeah. Anyway, it's just a thought. Uh, in Star Wars news. Oh, yes. Um, there's a new Star at Wars. This point, you know what? At this point, I don't even mind the fact that there's Star Wars news. You just have the news. Just any news at all. You know? Right. Mm-hmm. I hear there's big rumblings in the Clone Wars in the last oh, couple yeah, of weeks. Oh, yeah, there is. I've got to watch some of that. Okay. Catch up uh-huh. on the nearly zero episodes I've watched. But Variety have learned from their sources that there's a new series from Leslie Headland. Uh, the exact plot is being kept under wraps, but it's said to be a female-centric series that takes place in a different part of the Star Wars timeline. Leslie Headland, of course, did Russian Doll. Yes, Which that's is right, really yeah. exciting. The other thing, Mandalorian Season 3 has already started production. No surprises there. But we haven't even had Mandalorian Season 2. I know, but you have to get it ready because... Because I think that's already mostly filmed, and oh. they can film it indoors or whatever. Because they it's can just really, they can, yeah, they can honestly, whatever. they can. Mandalorian is the most apt TV series to be filmed indoors with no one else. Yes, that's I right. I mean, it's just you CGI and whatever you want. Just yep. put somebody in a in a room where the backgrounds are, are being animated. A spinning live. ship, spinning ship, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. You got your puppeteers that are standing really far away because they're puppeteering. Mm-hmm. It's fine. And uh, Cassie and Andal- Mandalorian's wearing a helmet. Yeah, who's under there? Nobody. It's just a broom. There's nobody even on set. <laughs> so Cassie and Andor is also set uh, five years before the TV series, of, okay. uh, the, the, sh- the movie. Mm-hmm. And Genevieve O'Reilly is said to be returning as Mon Mothma. She's a good Mon Mothma. She might be my second favorite to favorite Mon Mothma. Of the two Mon Mothmas. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, she's a good Mon Mothma. Do you doubt how good of a Mon Mothma, Mothma she is? I enjoy saying the name Mon Mothma. Yeah. And you don't care who's wearing the Mon Mothma cloak. That's right, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Mm. 
very interesting. Isn't it, though? Yeah. yeah. And that's all the Star Wars news we have for this week. How do you think they're going to play Cassian and Andor? I did. Sorry, start again. I was going to say, how 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 do you think we're going to see Cassian and Andor portrayed? I think he's supposed this? to be more his kind of dark past kind of because thing. Because we didn't really get a lot of that in in Rogue One, did we? Well, he shot that one guy. Yeah, but a lot of a lot of people now, I don't know if you notice, have taken to Twitter to live stream their movies and be like, James Gunn is like, this is Guardians of the Galaxy, and some people who worked on Rogue One did the same thing, mm-hmm. and they're talking about how part of it. Part of his history originally was that he was a double agent and he was working for the Empire, mm-hmm. and then he comes good. He's like, I just want to help now because there's a Death Star. Sure. So I think, mm-hmm. but it's also implied that he's shot a lot of people because that one dude he shot. So yes. I, I think we're going to be getting that side of him. Uh-huh. He's doing secret agent stuff, but bad stuff because okay, he's a bad yeah. dude. But he's doing it for because he doesn't like the Death Star. Yep, good, good song. Are you mean? Yeah, yeah, I get. Yeah, it. good. Westworld season four has been renewed for season four. I know, but season three hasn't even finished yet, has it, Mason? Yeah, I know, but I mean, they, they've, they've filmed and released many of those episodes, James. Have you been not, watching it? Do you not know how Hollywood works? I've I never know. I'm behind. It's great. Oh, yep. Keep watching it. Okay, I will. Uh, and they're out of the West World. Yeah, I know. Which I like. Yeah, yeah they're in the regular um, world. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> That's right. Normal should, world. They should have called it regular world. Mm-hmm. Season yeah. one. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I've been really enjoying it. And there's the less kind of twists and turns and time dilation-y stuff and, like, what's happening okay. when. and um, Which some people think has kind of taken, like, some of the fun out of it. But I like it. It's just like, and then this week this happens and the next week this happens. Oh, that sounds yeah. fun. And it's interesting. It's like Dolores' plan unfolding for kind of world domination and how she's doing it and who she's using and who's a robot and who not be a robot. Does she have time to pop down to the deed poll office and change her name from Dolores to any other name? She can be whoever. I mean, you got to change. She just it. tie her head up, hair up in a bun, and like walk into a security complex and go. Don't worry, I've shut down all the cameras because I'm a robot. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> you haven't been watching it, but that's, that's how it pretty works. much every episode. Wow! <laughs> yeah. And there's a big mech. Yeah, no, I know. The I've big mech the... got more play. You got to watch it. I will. Yeah. All right. How much faith do you have in live action anime? Oh, that's a really good question. Ah, <laughs> um, uh, obviously. Level with me here, James. Given what, what did you feel about? How did you feel about Ghost in the Shell? It's fine. No, fine to average. Yeah. Uh, it's flat visually. I can't really remember. Exactly. I think it's a bad sign. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, remember, I remember it being quite kind of stylish in that kind of no, blade runner way. But, but I it don't, wasn't because it yeah. was quite grey. Yeah. Because you're thinking of, because Blade Runner came out not that long <laughs> after. Right, yeah. I think that's what you might be uh-huh. thinking of. Because I remember after yeah. I, when I saw Blade Runner, I'm like, yeah. this is what I thought Ghost in the Shell was going to look like. Because I was really looking forward to the mech fight. Yep, and uh-huh. it was just kind of whatever. Yeah, that's the best mech fight. So anyway, what's this live action anime adaptation that's going to be happening? Sony uh, and Avi Arad of Avi Arad Productions, who you mm-hmm. might know of, of Spider Man, Spider Man, ruining some Spider Man. Yep, uh, One Punch Man. All right, <laughs> who are they going to get? Tobey Maguire, no. blank face, completely blank, expressionless. That's true, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shavey said you'd never yeah. know, mm-hmm. but don't get him. Get someone else. But will they get the Rock? <laughs> You can't get someone the rocks. Oh, yeah. They will we'll get the rock. That's no. what I'm saying. They'd have to get someone like, I'm trying to think of someone. Who's someone who looks like a normal man, but uh-huh. Hollywood? Matthew McConaughey. Danny Pudi of Community? That's not bad, actually. I like that, yeah. See, the problem is that... He's still, he, might, he might be too thin, though. I mean, he can work yeah, out. The whole yeah. point of One Punch Man, as, as we know, is he's a completely average man who, who, who began a quite a... Quite a moderate training regime. Yes. And and somehow became the strongest, most powerful man in the world yes. through that. And now he is so powerful that he can defeat any enemy yeah. in one punch, as, as the name 
And the the idea behind him is that he looks completely unassuming. That's why people, so many people, come at him. Yes, and it's so over or don't re- I don't realize that yeah. he's the one who's done. But I feel like Hollywood fundamentally would misunderstand that. Yeah, especially or they'd be like people don't people will not after so many years of The Rock being this guy. Yeah, people will not go and see a movie where there is a, a man who is so unassuming but also so undefeatable. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, but I guess. Yeah, it'd be that mistake like when they cast The Rock in that new Big Trouble in Little China movie. Right. Because it's like, well, that's not the point of that character. No. This movie. I just saw a rat run out behind you. <laughs> not a joke. I know. Had a gun. Harsh times. It's you a know bad neighbourhood, I mean? yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's why my dog's always barking at that thing. Yeah, okay. Uh, so, yeah, um, what, what did you say? I was looking at the rat. <laughs> it was like the ending of The Departed. <laughs> <laughs> it just happened behind you just there. Oh, that lousy rat. Um, I was saying that I think Hollywood fundamentally would misunderstand the point of One Punch Man. Yeah, right. He looks so unassuming and, and beyond average. Oh, okay. So someone has actually mocked up. Of course they have. This, the exact thing that you said. Who's his? Oh, it's it's uh, Kevin Hart. Kevin as Hart his, and as the his rock. cyborg friend. Yeah, right. Okay. No, that, that no. Thank you, please. Mm. Uh, so anyway, but the people who work are working on it. Scott Rosenberg and Jeff uh, Pinkner, who were writing yes. writing it, they wrote the Venom movies, including Let There Be Venom. Carnage. Okay, sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, but they also did the Jumanjis, oh. and I feel like the Jumanjis. So the Rock. So it's the Rock. It's the Rock. But I feel like also the Jumanjis have like a that kind of fun, kind of wacky spirit. Yes. You, uh-huh. the, this is. What are the chances that this will be better? Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, they could have a Japanese American cast. That they could be, do that. that would yeah, be a, that would be a wild. Uh, that would be a wild. I'm going to stop you there. Yes. Oh, <laughs> all right. Bye, everyone. All right, average average men in Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, what about Barry's friend in Barry? I don't remember. I'm not up to date on Barry. Season the, one or season the, two? The, like, Henry Winkler. No, the guy, <laughs> and he's like he's like a mobster. You know the guy? He's bald. And he's got no. Oh he's got yeah, no Anthony hair. Carrigan. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't think like naturally bald is like necessarily the way to go. Okay. Yeah. Right. So it'll be Statham. <laughs> I mean, he's naturally bald. He's but, too mean. What yeah. about Zach Braff with a shaved head? Absolutely not. No. 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 He's too busy with his podcast. <laughs> he is. Where he recaps episodes of Scrubs. That's true. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe people could write in. What is I would, good I would see Danny Pooty. Yeah, me as, too. As, he's uh, got that kind of face for it, actually. Mm, yeah. yeah. What about a Toby Maguire though? Genuinely, I don't like him. <laughs> Apparently, he's and awful. But and would you see would you see a movie with him as One Punch Man? Yeah, I'd see a One Punch okay. Man movie regardless. Right? Do you think he and Avi Arad are on good terms? Probably. Okay. But who knows? Who's, do you think Avi Arad has any friends outside of like making money? I know nothing about <laughs> Avi Arad. Honestly, I don't even know how to pronounce his name correctly. No, you're nailing it. Am I? Thank you. Yeah, you should be his friend. You could be One Punch Man. Oh, I could, couldn't I? Yeah. So what else we got here? Uh, in a bit of uh, news that ties into our caravan of garbages at the moment, Scoob is heading straight to streaming on May 15th. I'm not going to watch it. You have to watch it for the show. I'm not going We're to. We're dedicating an entire episode to I'm it. I'm not going to. Listen, I refuse. We call it the Scooby-Dooby Weekly Planety Showby-Woby. And we're going to cover the, the movie Scoob. What do you think? So what you're saying is, in order to cover this movie, we're going to rename our podcast yes. and, just, and just keep it. With that name forever. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. I'm in. <laughs> you excited? Yes. But the Scoob podcast needs a refresh. Doobity doobity. Yes. Whatever I said. Yes. No worries, I'll listen back when I edit this. So okay, cool. Uh, so I, I, we don't know whether this in, is indicative of the quality 
um, or not mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because of the era that we're in. But it certainly doesn't look great. I don't think it is. But maybe it's great. I don't think it is. Will Forte. Oh, is the voice of Shaggy, yeah. But it's also MacGruber's coming back. Did you hear that? No, I didn't hear that. Yeah, MacGruber's coming back. I really back. like MacGruber. A movie that nobody saw yeah. is coming back. It's a fun movie, yeah. As, what do you mean, as a sequel or a Yeah, a sequel reboot? series or something. Yeah. Series? Yeah. Huh. Will Forte is the master of watching really making really good things that nobody watches. <laughs> yep. That's how you work in Hollywood. You it just, certainly is, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You've probably heard this, or maybe you've even experienced it. A business gets to a certain size, and then the cracks start to emerge. Things that used to take like a day, and now taking a week. There's too many manual processes just grinding away, and you don't have that one source of truth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025, 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and a whole lot more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. 1. Because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow all in one place. NetSuite allows you to have the power of all the information in one place to help you make more effective decisions as quickly as possible so you can keep moving, keep building, keep growing, or have more time off. Whatever it is that you're looking to do. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. That's netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of mother... Or... Sales. I definitely prefer... Don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, Nix, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, But migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. 
I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weekly planet or lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weekly planet. Shopify.com slash weekly planet. Cha-ching sound effect. Have you ever been in a situation where you need to search something on the internet, but it's kind of embarrassing and you don't want people to ever find out what you're searching for? It might be like a medical thing or a personal thing or whatever. I don't know what you're up to. I don't know what you're up to. And you might be thinking to yourself, look, I can just go into incognito mode. But let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. Your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why. Even when I'm at home, I never go online without ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Now, most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on because it runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is also available on all your devices. We're talking phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. Expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet to learn more. Uh, the other thing is, do you like The Saints? Which version, though? Roger Moore, Val Kilmer, probably another early to, th- early to mid-2000s reboot. If I had to pick one, it would be Roger Moore. Because he's so cool and suave. Yes. He looks like a tan leather briefcase. I used to read the Saint books. They're quite good. Yeah. Or, I mean, they were when I was, you know, 12 or whatever. So. Is, he, is it like, and then the Saint took off his moustache and it was the Saint. Nobody <laughs> realised right. it was the Saint. Yep, sometimes you go an entire <laughs> length of a novel and you're like, who's this moustache guy? <laughs> who's the moustache guy in this book? When are we getting to the Saints? <laughs> But this, I mean, this guy's, you know, fighting organised crime and solving people's problems and whatever. But, I mean, I, want to, I, read, I bought a book about the saint in yeah. an op shop for a dollar. I want to be here, yeah. And then he takes the moustache off and I'm like, oh, Simon Templar, you've done it again. <laughs> Were you ever a fan of the saint? I just said I was. No, sorry, the series. Which one? Whatever. The, yeah, the, the Roger original. Moore one. So yes. you did watch the Roger yes, Moore one. it used to be on TV at yeah, like yeah, okay. 4.30 in the afternoon I don't think I ever saw it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, right. Okay, yeah, so yeah. you'd watch a bunch of But there of the was same. a Val Kilmer one yeah. and then there was a there was a pilot for a series like a few years ago with yeah. Eliza Dushku as his like second in command kind of thing. Val Kilmer? No, just some rando. I don't know what his name was. So she was like the lead. No, she was like the uh she was like his like you know in the van. Th- yeah, she was in the band exactly. In yeah. the van. Yeah, in the ba- in the van and the band. Okay, they're yeah. a band. Yep. 
So she'd often take off a mustache and it'd be like, it's the Saints' assistant. That's right, exactly right. This yeah. whole time. Yeah, and that's why I never... You'd go, you'd go entire episodes, you don't know who the Saints' assistant is. That's why it never got picked up, because people, <laughs> people turned off. But you can see it, it's on Netflix, that one. The pilot is on Netflix as like a TV movie. Yeah, right, okay. It's not great. I, I don't recall it being particularly great. That's right, they dumped it there, didn't they? Yep. I forgot. We've, yep. we've definitely talked about that. Anyway, Chris Pine is the Saints. Oh! It's going to be penned by uh, Seth Graham Smith, who did the Lego Batman movie, which okay. is quite a fun movie. And directed by Dexter Fletcher. Oh. I'd like this lineup. Yeah, it's pretty good, yeah. Chris Pine is going to have another shot at an iconic spy-ish role in a reboot. Yep. Jack Ryan, I'm talking about. I was going to say Jack Ryan, yeah. 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 Uh, he's the master of stepping into a role that somebody did in a reboot. Chris Pine's, uh, you know, he's Star Trek. He is sta- is he he is sta- yes, he is Star Trek, yes. Jack Ryan. Give me another one. Um, this Means War. Yes. Which is obviously, that that's an adaptation of War and Peace. Yes, that's right. Anyway, I like him. I think he's a... If I knew more about the, the novel War and Peace, mm. I could make some awkward metaphor about Tom Hardy is, is one character in War and Peace and Reese Witherspoon is another character. In War and Peace War also. And Peace. Oh my goodness. But I don't know actually the plot of War and Peace... So I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do you think people are more too busy? They're making jokes about how War and Peace is too long. Mm-hmm. Then read, they should be reading War and Peace, though. You know what I mean? It's become oh. a, 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 like a joke. I think too many people are reading War and Peace mm. and not doing their part to end war and begin peace. No, no it really, the makes, idea, really makes you think, James. I thought the idea was to have war and peace at the same time. Sounds bad. War no. and it's not war or peace. It's war <laughs> and peace together. Oh. oh, which I guess is kind of the constant state that this planet is in. Mm-hmm. Yep, because there's both. You yeah. know what I mean? Really makes you think, doesn't it? Yeah. Anyway, I figured out that book, so uh, <laughs> okay. I don't need to read it, do I? No, that's true. Terrific. Do you, Lo- think, do you think our friend Dave Warnicky's done it on? Uh, I know on, you talked about Book doing Cheat, it, but it's a hugely long one. Yeah, isn't it? so he's probably building up to it. Mm. Talking about book cheat, I don't know if I heard you say book cheat. Anyway, should we mention who the saint is? Some people might not know who the saint is. Because Go ahead. No, you, you're the you're the saints, Bert. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I can do it, but well, I feel like you should do it. Well, the saint is Simon Templar. He, I believe, is a he. He was a he was a soldier during whatever war happened prior to the events of whatever. Uh, so the '60s show probably World War Two. I guess probably World War Two. Yeah. Yeah. Or Korea. Or Korea. Yeah. yeah. Or another war because it's constantly. Um, War and Peace. That's right. And he's and he's off he's just doing solving crimes that the police won't touch for some reason. But he's also being people, isn't he? He's like pretending to be people. No, that I feel Was that more the movie? I feel that was more the movie, yeah. Right. So he wasn't like the pretender where he's like this week I'm a race car driver with a mustache. And every week I'm like, What's where's the pretender <laughs> this week? My God. I didn't sign up for this. You certainly didn't, yeah. Okay, so that was more the Val Kilmer one. Yes. Okay, very good. All right. He's a bit like I was going to say he's a... Uh, like James Bond? Yes. Because in the movie, wasn't it also like he was he was raised in, by nuns and that's why he's the saint or something? I can't remember they're like, that. Because like, he, no he loves idea. saints. And Elizabeth oh, Shue's like, I see. Cole Fusion. And he's like, yeah, that's good. Mm. All right. Uh, you remember that movie. Okay. Anyway, basically, he's just a guy and he, he you know, he... He fights crime, but he also like takes people's money and stuff. You know, he's like he's like a he's like a Bond, James Bond, yeah. but he's less for Queen and Country, and he's more like I'm going to beat these criminals and I'm going to help you out, but I'm also going to take some money for myself. He's Jack Reacher. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Do you have the Rock lost Jack Reacher? He was like, I really wanted to be Jack Reacher, but Tom Cruise took Jack Reacher. Makes more sense when it's Tom Cruise, doesn't it? 
No, because isn't Jack Reacher supposed to be like 100 feet tall? Yes, exactly. Yeah. He's all American all the time. Mm-hmm. Not that Tom Cruise isn't all American. I He's never, all American all the time. I, never I mean, if we're, if, we're, like if, we're, if we're casting Jack Reacher based on how all-American you are, mm. Tom Cruise was in Cocktail. He's still an all-American boy, even though he's 59 years old over all right, he yeah. is, you know? Yeah. Mm. It's a real Peter Pan, that guy. He certainly is. Because he can fly? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, get ready for this, Mason. War and Peace chronicles the French invasion of Russia and the impact of the Napoleonic era on Tsarist society through the stories of five Russian aristocratic families. Those five, of course, being Tom Hardy, Chris Pine, Reese Witherspoon, and two other people who were in the movie This Means Probably War. Probably Seth Green. As a spin- and Chelsea Handler's in it, I believe. Chelsea Handler's <laughs> one of those Tsarist aristocratic families. That sounds really good. Mm-hmm, yeah. I mean, I'm sure it is because it's a very famous novel. Get this, yes. Lionsgate are developing into a movie, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snake. I don't know what that is. Yeah, so anyway, they're making this movie, they've put, pushed it into production and it will be out in a few years. Uh, the previous movies in the franchise made $3 billion, uh, the four that they made. Is this, a, is this a trick? Is this some sort of, is this like how Game of Thrones is, is the first no- novel in Game of Thrones was A Song of Ice and Fire? Yeah. And I, and I, and this is some sort of trick. I'll give you the author. Okay. Suzanne, uh, Suzanne Collins. Suzanne Collins. Yes. Don't know who that is. I'll give you another clue. Yes. Woody Harrelson, but he's in a wig. Cheers? No. I'll give you another clue. Yes. Philip Seymour Hoffman, but he died and they put him in it anyway. Oh, Hunger Games. That's right. I didn't want to give you the lead because you would have oh, got yeah, it immediately. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, Did right. you know those movies made four, uh, $3 billion? I don't no, know good that. on them. Yeah. Mm. I know they sort of fizzled out towards the end. Yes. Because the uh, they split the last book up. Mm-hmm. We did an episode on that. We used to make annual something, Doctor Who Hunger Games yeah, we episodes did. That's right, or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's basically a prequel book which will be out soon, which is about the rise of the whoever the bad guys are in that, Donald <laughs> Sutherland, and he's like... Who's got the weirdest hair? You can be in charge with me. That's right. <laughs> we'll start this hunger game. How good are you at eating a bunch of grapes while <laughs> sitting on a lounge? <laughs> Join my team. What do you think about that? We're building weird nanotechnology that can make make us robot panthers, but not food, apparently. Mm. Makes you think, doesn't it? Keep society. It's a metaphor. That's right. I mean, not in this world. It's not a metaphor. It's the literal world we're creating and we live in. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, I guess... There's been enough time where this could be interesting, but prequel. Yep. Could could be good. Yeah. I I mean, I don't know. I would like to see the, you know, that that degradation of society and I you know what? I would mostly like to see all the weird justifications where why they need a Hunger Games as opposed to any other form of society. It's because it keeps people in check. Yeah. Remember? Because it's like if you're in this particular village, this means your village will listen. <laughs> Listen to people, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's a good movie, I think. Some of them. Uh, I've got the books. You've got the books? Yeah, when I was li- when I lived up north, I heard they were making it. Uh-huh. So I ordered them and read them because I had nothing to do up there for a Because you year. wanted to be mad about the differences between the books and the movies. Yeah, but I've forgotten. So, But I'm sure I had really passionate opinions at one point. No, they're mostly accurate, I believe. Yeah. Great. They even get that salute right. They got that salute right. Yeah. There's only so many salutes you can put in a movie. You know what I mean? You got the Spock one. You got the Hunger Games one. Mm-hmm. You've got like a regular salute. You got yeah. a thumbs up. You got the salute to rock and roll. Yeah. You know. But we're running out of hand symbols That's for special yeah, salutes yeah, yeah, in yeah, dystopian yeah. or regular futures. That's true. What are we going to do? Um... Just pinkies? Nah, I feel like that's already like a cup of tea thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's probably true. 
um, pinkies, but you put them together. Oh yeah, like in a like in a steeple situation. That's pretty good. I feel yeah. like that's also a Dragon Ball Z move. Oh, okay, right, 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 right. Uh, that's more like this, maybe more like a diamond. Yeah, right. I'm thinking of yeah, pinkies together, turn one fist up, one fist down. I hope that's what they say when they do it. Pinkies together. Turn one fist up, turn one fist down. We all live in this dystopia <laughs> and we love it. Just so everyone knows we're doing it. Yeah, we're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. It's good, right? Feel, feels pretty good. It doesn't feel that good. I think it feels good. You're getting a little stretch in there. Mm. Maybe you could switch them around. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Pinkies together. Switch them around. We all live in this dystopia. What am I doing? What and, he, and here's the twist, though. Yeah. Every day they turn it around. Yeah. And if you're if you're a spy or something, you don't know. You don't know what. And they sh- they they shoot you. They put a nanobot dog on you or something. Exactly. Yeah, that's okay. how that's how the, they know. It's like that scene in Inglorious Bastards. Oh, okay. If you don't know the correct chant, <laughs> and you don't know which way you turn your fists. But you'll know. Yeah. If you yeah. if you know if you're in the know. Yeah. Great. Uh, last bit of news. Tenet uh, is apparently still planned for release on July seventeenth unless uh, otherwise situations determine that cannot be the case. This year. This year. Huh. It's coming up. Well. Uh, Theatres, though, if it is released, there could be social distancing things in place. I'd imagine where half sessions and things like that, certain number of people in in theatres. Yeah, right. I feel like if somebody's got that and you walk into a movie theatre. Everyone's got it. You're probably going to. Regardless. Yeah. yeah. So um, the idea is that, like, maybe it won't make as much money because, you know, because it's, that you're releasing it at a time, but also I feel like if it's the only new thing yeah, right. for the uh-huh. next four months, yeah. then it could just very slowly just do very, very well. Yeah. yeah. What are the Oscars going to look like this year? Uh, they might cancel them. Yeah, probably. Or next year, early yeah. next year. It depends. It depends what, how the end of the next rest of the year shapes up. I want, blo- I want Bloodshot to sweep the Oscars. I really do. For what? Most generic movie? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They'll add that award. Like, we can't give it best, but um, we can give it most generic. It was fine, right? I enjoyed it. What's yeah. your favourite movie of this year so far? Bloodshot. Is it? No, I don't know. What else came out? Underwater. Have you seen that yet? Nope. It's come to streaming. Vivarium. 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 Like a chocolate Vivarium. Like a chocolate Vivarium cheesecake. Huh. Yeah. Sounds delicious, but I haven't seen it. Nah, it's got Jesse Eisenberg and Imogen Poots. Okay, yeah. Yeah, anyway. But you know what might be the best movie of the year? Oh, yeah. Get ready for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, look, I've got a bit of an intro to this. So Hugh G reaction on Twitter said, oh, talk about extraction, please. So we've actually got a new movie to talk about this week. In the tradition of, you know, middle of the road Netflix action movies, including Six Underground, mm-hmm, Spencer mm-hmm. Confidential, oh, yes. Triple Frontier, mm-hmm. comes Extraction. It's better than those, I feel. Wave or look, I didn't see, I didn't see uh, Triple Frontier. It's, I didn't mind Triple Frontier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it had a solid cast. It looks okay. like Ben Affleck and, uh, and Oscar Isaac, and they, there was a good kind of rapport there. It's like bog standard action wise, but it's yeah, right. compelling enough. I did not care for Six Underground. You didn't. You I s- couldn't s- watch more than a minute of that. <laughs> right. Why did they have a parkour guy in a car chase? I don't know, but it was a it was sort of aggressively visceral. But it was like that that Michael Bay style of just everything and every everything in every frame is moving. Yeah. constantly and exploding and you just it, when everything is pulling focus you can't yeah. i can't enjoy those uh and i watched maybe five minutes of spencer confidential and i and i had to switch it off but this one watched all the way through i know right it's a good movie well it is directed by sam hargrave who you might know as a stuntman and stunt coordinator who worked on films like civil war and endgame oh yes so the Russo brothers were also involved in the story and screenplay side of things. Okay, right, uh, right, it, right. It's pretty bare bones in terms of storytelling, but a lot of the story is unfolds in the action because I know 
the director wanted to kind of have it so each action sequence tells you a little bit about the characters that are involved in that. Okay. So, for example, and we're going to go non-spoilers and spoilers, but it is on Netflix if you do want to check it out. You know, you know, you find out things about Chris Hemsworth that you know he's not gonna, he's not going to shoot a kid in a. In a, like so you know things are, like yeah. you know he, so you know he's a big wuss yeah yes there's certain lines that he won't cross you know so even though he's like kind not of, being a big wuss yeah, that's he'll right. never cross that line the big wuss the big wuss line yeah mm-hmm. so he's kind of an anti-hero uh i think a good nickname for this guy would be john prick because he's, like, uh-huh. he's like you know he's like a meaner version of john wick mm-hmm. yeah you know kind of a gruffer rougher like the kills are more kind of hands-on don't you feel and visceral than a lot of question. John? I feel they're more real than, yes. than John Wick. Yeah, I feel like there's a hyper violence to John Wick, and this is more. Yeah, kind of, it's it's it is more grounded. There are a few, that's not a criticism of John Wick either. I'm just like no, like I think that it's, you know, it's, yeah. it's it's not quite apples and oranges, but it's two different varieties of apples. Yes, ultimately. exactly. Yeah, uh, I feel like this is more of a Granny Smith. Sure, yeah. crisp, clean, mm. polished. Crisp Hemsworth. Crisp Hemsworth, yeah. Mm. What I really enjoyed about Crisp Hemsworth in this is he's like a foot taller than everyone he fights. Yes. One of the first <laughs> action sequences, because I watched a bunch of behind-the-scenes stuff, the director talked about how you know he starts, you see how efficient he is with weapons when he busts into the room, and he slowly is like, He's whittled away, and at one point he uses a cup and a rake and yeah. all these different things. But him being so much bigger, he's able to kick the legs out from underbody, and they just hit the fucking ground. Yeah, really difficult. He's a real Jack Reacher. He is, isn't he? But yeah. he's just tossing people around, and I just yeah. really enjoyed it. He's there, there's a there's a few that sort of dip into John Wick territory. Sure, I think there's a moment where he. He essentially bodily picks up one dude and sweeps him across the room like he's a club and knocks him. Out. Do you remember that bit? I do. Yeah. There's a moment where he picks up a guy and like dumps him over his shoulder onto his head. Apparently that's a fake body because like, we couldn't really do that. Yeah, right. Kill uh-huh. somebody doing it. A, a lot of the time I can get sick of action sequences if I'm not really drawn into the character. And I found that that was what John Wick 3 was to me. It became less interesting as a character. Well, to me, the John Wick mm. 3 became less interesting just because it felt... Quite video gamey. We we did an episode on it, I think, sure. um, and quite video gamey, and also kind of he had a formula for success. Yeah, and he right. just kept doing it. It was set your dog on someone. Yep. Then close the distance and headshot them. Yep. And then that fifty times. Yeah, right. And yeah. it and it kind of it lost it lost that it, seeing that a few times was kind of interesting. Yes. But it kind of lost its luster. That nobody. I don't ever think they s- get they don't get worse as movies, but. No, there is that. I, yeah, I'd agree. And I, I, I don't feel like it worked initially as a novelty, and then it was like, oh, we're doing this again. Yeah, we're right. Doing this again. That's yeah. okay. And when you get past the kind of, you move way past the dead wife and the dead dog, you mm. kind of become disconnected from those things that were kind of tethering him in the yes. first movie. Yeah. But this has the advantage of being, it's the first potentially first movie of maybe a franchise. We'll, yeah, right, we'll talk uh-huh. about it, but that it is fresh and you and he's a new character and everybody seems to be using their real accents, which I yeah, appreciate uh-huh. a lot. Yeah, Very I, diverse cast as well. I thought, that that I really cool. enjoyed because a lot of the time when, you know, they'll do drug lords in, you know, Mexican drug lords or whatever, which, you know, it's in nearly every movie, but this is the idea that there is, you know, there's crime in India. Yeah, yeah. yeah, of course there would be. And the idea that they used a lot of local actors to do that. Like yeah, got, well, uh, early on we see, hmm. you know, uh, Chris Hemsworth origin. He he he's hanging out with the Kimber in the Kimberleys and yeah. in where's that Western Australia? Western Australia. Yeah. And they use clearly local actors, which yeah, is nice. Exactly, and that's not really something you see a lot of. You know, using indigenous actors like properly in mm. things in Australia. It's definitely getting better, but it was and they were just they were minor roles, sure. But they took the time to be like, well, let's 
get some local actors to do this, you know? Yes. I appreciated it. But the same thing with one of the lead actors, Randeep Hodar, who's a famous, I'm probably saying that wrong, but he's he's a famous Indian actor. I thought was also really convincing in his action sequences. And he's clearly oh, he's been... He's the, he's the, he's, uh, Chris Hemsworth's sort of opposite number. Yeah. yeah, right. Exactly. And the idea also that when you're in their world and it's just them talking to themselves, it's subtitled. You know, they're not like, let's just speak English for God's sake. You know, which <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It happens a lot You've of the time. You've got to practice your English. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I felt also like a big part of this movie is that is him protecting a kid. I thought that kid was really good mm-hmm. and their relationship kind of they flesh it out just enough that it's interesting. I feel like it was just on the precipice of like there's nearly not enough here oh, between I these two characters. So. Yeah, yeah. But I mean not that you ever get the sense that he doesn't like the kid, but I think there's one scene in particular where they sit down and they have a discussion where they actually properly click and I think that really aided the finale of the And then the film. shopping montage, that, <laughs> that really helped it out. After that, they're like, yeah. oh my God, yeah. you love frozen yogurt too? <laughs> Let's go. What I also like... I'm about- coming up. <laughs> I got the world to go. <laughs> I like also that, um, first of all, at the start, there's a time jump, but they didn't say... Five days earlier. Yeah. You know, it, it Not does a sci-fi it. time jump, just to be clear. Yes. Like they open it at a particular thing and you're like, oh, what's going on here? Then they go back. And yep. I feel like a worse film or TV show would be like five days earlier. So when you jump back at the start, uh-huh. you don't really know if it's back. You don't know what direction that is. That might have been an earlier moment for him in his life. Yeah, right. Uh, uh-huh. But you find out that obviously it's not. But also like that he's very kind of sloppy and improvises a lot in the way that Bourne does. Because I remember appreciating when you see those Jason Bourne movies, when he's in a car and he's doing a car race to get away, he's uh-huh. got the map open. Like, he doesn't yeah, just right. know where he's going. And in this one, like, he takes a wrong turn at one point. And he, yeah, has to, uh-huh. he has to back up, you know. Yeah, that's right. Things uh-huh. like that. I, I made him kind of more... Uh, he had to rely on real. a GPS at one point. He puts it on the he puts <laughs> yeah. it on the dashboard and he's like, I don't know where I'm going. I don't, I'm not from here. Yeah, so. exactly. But it is mostly Chris Hemsworth doing it for the most oh. part, which is pretty evident. There is a leap off the roof and I wonder yeah. if that was, that wouldn't have been Hemsworth surely. No, I'd imagine not. That was in the one So the the one from that, it starts in a car chase and uh-huh. then it goes into tactical kind of shootery. Oh, yes. And then it's a fist fight in the street. It's like 11 minutes 30 and there is cuts in it. Yep. But a lot of that was the director who plays the sniper in this. You know, he's got the beard. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. He strapped himself to the hood of a car and was in the car chase, like following close as cars are flipping and spinning. Yeah, wow. out. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it's really kind of adds to it. I feel that it's not just CGI cars flipping, it's real cars and you're getting really close to the action the whole time. Yeah. yeah. Felt mm. good. Felt, yeah. felt visceral, but not like. You know, we don't we don't need to see every bullet go through everybody and, and come out the other side and, no. and all that sort of stuff. But know? if you do want to see that. Six Underground, I guess, yeah. <laughs> I mean it's also in this. You oh, okay, that. right, 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 right. Yeah. Is that what it is that what happens in Six Underground? At one point in Six Underground, somebody gets somebody fires a grenade at a car and it actually comes in through the window and it breaks the driver's nose. And then it lands in the car, and then it explodes. Okay. So he was that's like, not, I, "I think that's quite." Yeah, but it, when it's every frame. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. So it's every time somebody's killed, it's, it's a grenade to the nose. Yes, that's right. Uh-huh. Speaking of broken noses, there's a bloody broken nose in this, am I right? Yeah. Yeah, there is. There is Mason. Uh, if you want to see Chris Emsworth slap around a bunch of kids, <laughs> that's you yeah. definitely gonna get it. Yeah, that's right. I think that was my favorite action sequence because uh-huh. he's fighting kids and they've got guns and machetes. Yeah. And he doesn't want to kill them, and he's just like cuffing them, you know, <laughs> like a dad, yeah. like cuffing his kids yeah. the entire time. Oh, is that, Though is he that, is really hurting them. James, is that scratching an itch for you <laughs> at all like, yeah. as a dad? 
you think? I I guess it is. I'm, I don't I don't hit my kid, but you know, after this, lessons seem to be learned, don't they? I mean, Chris Hemsworth is a real he's a role model. Isn't a, he? Well, his kid's in this. There's a moment where you see one of his kids. I wondered if that actually, was his kid. Okay, actually yeah. his kid. Uh-huh. His kid is blonde as the day is long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which isn't surprising. Yeah. Do you want to talk about spoilers? Let's talk about spoilers. I'm going to say best Netflix movie ever. Me too. But maybe literally ever. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure there Probably are other Probably that's examples. a generic statement of like best movie ever because it's not the worst movie yeah. ever. But I think this may be... What's a, what's a Netflix movie that's better I, than I'm this? I'm just Googling. Uh, well, Marriage Story. Uh, Roma. Oh, yeah. I still haven't seen pretty it. Good. Uh, Dolomite is my name. That's okay. Right, yeah. right. Oh, okay. All right. Best Netflix action movie yeah, oh, ever. I can't argue with that. Yeah. What about The Irishman? No. That's an action movie? <laughs> What about Uncut Gems? That came to Not Netflix. an action movie, really. El Camino? I prefer this, actually. I really yeah. liked El Camino. I yeah. mean, they're different, aren't they? Did you see The King? No, what's The King? The King is about a king, and he's like, I'm the king now. Timothy Chalamet and Robert Pattinson's French, and he's like, I'm French in this. This is on Netflix. Yeah, it's really good. The King. If you like Braveheart, then, yeah. Murder Mystery? What about that? <laughs> that movie is pretty <laughs> average, in my estimation. What about Bird Box? Didn't see Bird Box. Really? Didn't see but there it. was the Bird Box Challenge. You're going to be coming to the Bird Box Challenge too late. Like, you're going to be driving your car blindfolded. Right, people are going yeah. to be like, where's this guy been? Yep. <laughs> it's going to be really embarrassing for you. Yeah, there's some good stuff here. But yeah, you're right. A lot of it is generic action movies. Like, you know, like, time is up. Or point your gun and click. So there's like a that. lot of movies that are sort of like Battle Los Angeles. There's a vague, a there's a vague alien yeah. threat and they come down and they've got green... Laser sights, yeah. and who are they? It's and probably, how are they going to get? Probably humans from the future or something. Yeah, but how are they going to get to the big la- blue laser? Probably in like armored armored vehicles. Armored vehicles, and I'd then maybe through the sewers when yeah. the armored vehicles get stuck. Yeah, probably exactly. Through the sewers. Yeah. There's only really one kind of big spoiler moment in this. Are we doing spoilers now? Yes. Okay, James. Spoilers from this point forward. Please. Are you ready for spoilers, James and listeners? Well, I've seen it, so I'm okay with this. Obviously. Oh yeah, just listeners. Listeners, are you okay with spoilers from this point forward? I can't hear you. No, we're not. We haven't seen it yet. Wow. Well, maybe you, you can pause. click away. You can click, click away, away. Volume yeah. down. But I can't. I'm on the other side of my room. I can't reach my device that well, I'm playing this on. Cover your ears. Just cover your ears with your hands. I don't have any hands. They're stuck in a toaster. Um, You could sing a song really loudly. You could sing a song really loudly. That's right. I'm not a great singer. I'm a bit self-conscious. You know what? Everybody can sing a little bit. Just believe in yourself. There's okay. always one song. You just sing the song you sing in the shower. I'm coming up. I want, I want the, the world, world to know. This has actually given me a lot of confidence. Thanks, guys. Oh, that's great. I'll rate you five stars on iTunes. Oh, bless you. <laughs> Give this video a like. Bless you. Wait a second. How can you do that if both your hands are stuck <laughs> in a toaster? You lying son of a bitch. Stop listening. I don't want you anymore. <laughs> so, Chris Hemsworth ma- manages to make the extraction. That's right. And it turns out that the guy who think be his enemy mm. really hired him. Because so Chris Hemsworth would do the extraction because he couldn't pay for Chris Hemsworth because he's so good at extraction. So the idea was that he would get Chris Hemsworth to do the extraction. Yes. Or the 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 the, the, the lion's share of it. Yeah. And, and not pay him and or, or his team and then kill him and then get his uh, his his henchman. Yes. The aforementioned opposite number to to perform the rest of the extraction. That's right. For freebies. That's right. Wow, rude. And Chris Hemsworth is not having it no. until he is. Yeah. And he's okay because right. yeah, yeah. he loves kids or something. Yeah. But also he wants to drown. He's got a lot going on. He's a complicated man. does he man. want to drown? That's a good question. No. No. Because it was really good how there was a metaphor in this about how you only drown if you fall into a river and you don't get out of the river. 
And then at the end, yes. Chris Hemsworth falls into a river. That's right, yeah. That's wow. I, do you feel like... Do you think he was thinking that as he fell in? He's like, what are the fucking odds of that? Yeah, right. He said that exact thing and now I'm in the river. Yeah. But then he would have been like, but I'm also... I've been in rivers before, I think. <laughs> you know, as part of my job and probably just swimming in a river sometime. I live up in the Kimberley. Swinging off an old tyre swing, perhaps. <laughs> Just hanging out, having a having a bevy with the boys, you know. Oh, I know. Wait, I'm drowning. I should probably stop thinking about this and get out of the river. But I've been shot in the neck, also. Do you think that this movie could have worked? Do you think it needed the flashbacks? It, yeah, because not, the, you know, the, the, is, um, Chris Hemsworth character is he is driven at least partly by the fact that he's he had a he had a child who got very sick, and yes. then rather than deal with that and and, uh, and and spend time with his wife, he instead decided to. To leave and do army stuff yeah. uh, somewhere else, That's right. and he regrets that. Yeah, and, but uh, and in and in performing this extraction, money or no money, he's like, "This is know, my penance. This is this is my penance." And as a result, I can live at the yeah. end of this. Yes, uh, I I feel like we didn't need to see any of that. I feel like it could have just been. Well, I feel I feel like, like I feel like I'm. He I'm, sold it in his telling of that story. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Is that what you mean? Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. I feel like it, you know, in the in the telling and in the just we I think we as an audience are smart enough to be like, oh, he had you know, we don't need to see the the kids swimming in the river or whatever. Like yeah, I think right. we get it. But okay. you know, I guess he wanted a job for his kids. He wanted so. a job. So do you think Chris Hemsworth at the end of this was alive and that was Chris Hemsworth? Who else could it have been? John Prick. His character John Prick. Oh, okay. Right, right. Uh, no, his name's Jake Rake or something. <laughs> Jake Rake. His name is Rake. Yes, it is, yeah. Yeah. <gasps> Do you think he's related to Rake? From the TV show Rake, the yes. Australian TV show Rake. Even though his name's not Rake? Uh, I think his name is Rake, oh. isn't it? Oh, no, it might be like Muck Raking. No, his name's Cleaver Green. Okay. Yeah. Nevertheless, do you think they're brothers? Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> It all comes together, the doesn't it? The only on TV cinematic universe. Yes. Uh, so how did he get into that school? I guess he just... Well, he jumped a fence. Jumped a fence. It's eight I'm, months later. I'm sure he's fine now. Yeah, and nobody stopped him in the school, I guess. Yeah. yeah. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about the main character presumably living? I think it's okay. Day? I, I think, think it's so okay. Too, yeah. yeah. I think uh-huh. it also gives the kid closure. Yeah. Okay, but how, do you, how do you feel about the, the final action sequence where I feel the only reason uh, Jake Rake mm. stuck around was to be shot by his, his teenage arch nemesis, yes. the little kid who humi- humili- he'd humiliated in the past? Yeah. I feel like. There wasn't really because he sort of at the end we have he's, he's had the kid run to his compatriots his surviving yeah. team and he and this is on the opposite side of a like on the safe side of a bridge then he starts walking back to the bridge yeah to shoot the stray the leftover <laughs> you know army guys and and police corrupt, guys or whatever corrupt cops or whatever yeah also I I. Yeah, one of my criticisms, I think, is maybe that I felt it was very convenient that there was a they 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 put they just put a throwaway line in that was essentially, yeah, everybody in this city's on the take, so it's yes. totally fine to shoot all the cops yeah. and all the army guys. Like it's totally. But fine. I also feel like it's yes, I agree with you. But a lot of times when people live in extreme poverty, yeah, uh-huh. then it's just part of the system. You know, everybody's trying to feed their family, so everybody who can, you know, will. You know, do whatever. You know what yeah, I mean. Like maybe, and if you're yeah. in the police force also, and they're like, "Kill this guy," even if you're not on the take, you're the police, and you have to do it. Yeah, I guess that's probably you know what true. I mean? yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he's also killing people who are just doing their job. That's, that's what point. I'm saying. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. But but he's not a great guy, is he? No, he's not. That's true. But I, I guess I guess my point is that 
the the only reason he goes I guess I guess the idea of that final action sequence towards the end is he doesn't think he deserves to live anymore or he's 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 done what he needs he's done what to he do, needs yeah. to do so it doesn't matter at this point if he lives or dies and he's just sure. like well I better kill some more cops yeah you know <laughs> so that's why he was walking back to I shoot mean, more cops seems that way I thought he was just like oh, enough of this shit. You think so? I didn't take it as like I felt I'm like, out for blood. I didn't I, no, take it as I, that. I felt like no. I felt like that the how how the I guess the timing of the editing worked is that it, at that point it didn't seem like him or the kid were really any in any more danger. Yeah, right. It wasn't like oh my god, there's more troops at the gates, and if you don't you know take a stand right now as yeah. we run, the kid's going to be killed and we're all going to die. It felt like there was this this very this sort of very. Uh, calm moment yeah. where the kid and the good guys were going to get away and he's just like well time to go back on the bridge yeah bang 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 yeah bang. Was, he, was he actually walking back though or was yes. he just walking in he any walking, direction he was walking back on the bridge yeah, I just thought he was just walking oh, yeah, like, just I didn't walk. really yeah. Yeah. I just need a moment to gather my God thoughts damn, folks I've been shot so many times yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I've got some alternate casting here I thought you might be interested in. Oh, okay. Because this movie has been in the works for the, the rock? for a while. No. What? Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I guess The point. Rock. Do you think... I wonder if The Rock would do it just because it's a character with some moral grey area. I think he does moral grey areas. Like who? Hobbs or Shaw. They don't have any moral grey area. They're all good all the time. Yeah, right? Yeah. They're, uh, they're, they're only... They're, they're, well, that's the thing. That I, I feel like Hobbs and or Shaw, yeah. they're not... Im, they're not they don't exist in a moral gray area. They're just amoral because they're not real people. Sure. Okay. What about what of... about San Andreas? I feel like he's got a moral ambiguity because he steals that. <laughs> he helicopter. steals the rescue <laughs> helicopter that could have gone to save dozens of other people, and he uses it to save his That's wife. Exactly his right. Maybe. No, we certainly done movies like that. I'm trying to find an example of this. Um, Walking Tall. Walking Tall is there. There's a bit of that there. Now there's a movie called Snitch from 2013. Where he plays like a snitch, and he's like, "My son's in jail or going to jail. I'll do the snitching around here." Uh-huh. So yeah, I think is it called snitch. It's called snitch. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's called "I'll do the snitching around here." <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's called. So he does do it, but step aside, snitches. Yeah, but anyway, he wasn't asked. So Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, I feel like he wouldn't be a good fit because these this isn't of the his ca- narrowness of the doors. Yes, but he, he this isn't his kind of movie, really. You know what I mean? He's maybe later period. Yeah, I know because he's. If you look at like his eighties, nineties movies, it's hyper violent and he's invincible and all those yeah, things. Uh-huh. But yeah, certainly that has changed as he's gotten older. But even then, I don't think he'd do a convincing what Chris Hemsworth does in this. Yeah, and right. the other one who I'm glad they didn't get was Bruce Willis because they mostly just would have shot a body double like the back of his bald head. Yeah, and yeah. he would have. It would have been a much worse film with for sure Bruce Willis sleepwalking through this. And I also feel yeah, and exactly, I feel you can't. Get, I, I don't think you'd also get a convincing physical performance out of him. Not, no. no of, of, you know, you, we, need, we need to know that this, this is a special forces guy. Maybe he's not at the top of his game, but still, you know, he can clear a room of, of guys with AK-47. He's six foot three or whatever. Yeah, exactly, yeah, because <laughs> yeah. he's, he's big and experienced and, you know, he, his nerve doesn't break because he doesn't really care if he's alive or dead at this point, yeah. you know. Like the bit where they put the gun to him. Yeah. But he's like, there was no bullets in that gun. That's right. Yeah. I don't think he would have flinched regardless. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Even as the bullet went all the way through his head. No flinching. No snitching, no flinching. flinching. Yeah. Anyways, I think it's good that if you're looking for something new, like a, a new action movie in particular, because there yeah. is a lot of indie stuff still coming out, and obviously there's TV shows that are still kind of in the can. It's nice to get something new that's not terrible. So that's I think true. it's... It's definitely better than the movie Bloodshot if you're comparing it to other action movies from this year. <laughs> yep. And I think it's 
For two hours, it doesn't certainly feel two hours. That's, I agree. Yeah, yeah. so I thought starting this is probably going to be like a tight hour 20, hour and a half, but no, it's about two hours, so there you go. I'd like to see more from this director as well. I think he's he's good. So he's never done any, he's never directed before this. Okay. Yeah. Good on him. Yes, I agree. Good work. Good on him, yeah. So is it time for the next segment of the show? Oh, what we reading? What we gonna read... I like that. That's a new way we could do it now. All right, bloody got tickets on himself over here. Well, I just think if you're funny and you know it, you should tell everybody. <laughs> I think so too, yeah. <laughs> That's right. I'm doing the thing. What are we reading today? <laughs> I genuinely cannot remember what I have been reading, but luckily I wrote it down. But what have you been reading? Well, first of all, I should have mentioned this up the top, but I forgot. Oh, no. Uh, I watched a couple of episodes of TV's The Flash because I was on our friend Matt Stewart's podcast, Prime Mates. Oh, Prime Mates, yes. Uh, where we talked about uh, Gorilla Grodd and Gorilla City. Gorilla Grodd. Did you watch the one where he fought King Shark? No, no. We watched we watched some prior episodes yeah. where Gorilla Grodd, he, he, he kidnaps somebody and also he's in Gorilla City and then there's a sort of gladiatorial arena situation and then they invade Gorilla City invades regular city. Regular city. It's nonsense this show. I yeah. uh, had a good it's comic time. books, isn't uh, it? Yeah, I had a good time watching it and I had a good time on the podcast. So if you want to listen to that. Are you go- I'll link it below. Are Please. you gonna come back uh, to do future episodes of that or yes. will you continue watching The Flash? Uh I will I do like I like the odd episode of The Flash. Yeah. I probably will not oh you know what? I think what I will probably do is start from because that's season three. Yeah, I think I might start at season four. Okay, sure, and, and move and sort of head go through it. Sure, from there I think yeah. Well, if you love discussions with people, uh, Sal and I from Comic Pop recorded a thing earlier this week that's going out on his channel on Tuesday, where we talk about the film adaptations of both Alan Moore and Frank Miller, uh-huh. and we pretty much go through everything and kind of oh, rank them. Great, whether they're good or not. What's your number one? Of of them all? Yes. I quite like V for Vendetta. What's your number seven of uh, them all? Of them all? Yes. What is the movie from how? Give me another one. What's your number nine of them all? Uh, it would probably be The Killing Joke. What's your number four, Alan Moore? My, my number four, Alan Moore adaptation? Yes. Okay, so we could do V for Vendetta. We could do Watchmen. <laughs> we could do, what else could we do? We could do From Hell. We could do Alex G. Oh. Uh, the, kill, the Batman, The Killing Joke, obviously. Constantine mm-hmm. also counts. So probably Constantine. Oh, you've got an answer for everything, don't you? Well, you yeah, you have to. You've got to be ready. Here's, like something, a, here's something that I, uh, I I was going to mention earlier, but then I forgot. I know what a phone is, Mason. He's holding up his phone. I've seen a phone before. I've seen a smartphone. No, 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 no. No? This one's made of licorice. <laughs> but also, this guy... Ca- uh, not very smart. Entertainment Weekly put this up this week. It's not a, it's not a thing to read necessarily, but it... it I think it was designed to upset people. I love it. It was, you have $15, build your own Avengers team. Did that was you see the that? biggest bunch of bullshit I've ever seen in my life. Right? Yeah. It's an insane, like, because it's, it's you build, you have $15, build your own Avengers team. There's there's five lines, a $5 line, four, three, two, $1 line. Yeah. And I don't know, I here's the thing. It's either been, a, it's either been built randomly yep. or it's been built deliberately to upset the maximum number of people. <laughs> Because I guess top line, it's just the most. It's the it's big guns who are famous. Yes, I guess it's so. The five dollar line: Captain America, Iron Man, Black Widow, Thor, Hulk. Yeah, because it's like your core team. Yeah, and then but then then uh, this this assortment is crazy. Hawkeye is four dollars. Yeah, Hawkeye's but Vision is one dollar. 
right? War Machine's $1. How is Vision below Happy Hogan? Right? Happy Hogan, $2. Scarlet Witch, $2. That's outrageous. Drax the Destroyer is $2. Yeah. Uh, what would you pick? I said when someone asked me on Twitter, 15 Visions. <laughs> right. I guess you can mass produce them, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but what would you choose, though, realistically? I, looking at that top list, you'd only need one of them. Yeah. You wouldn't right. need any more. And I'd probably do someone like Captain America, but just for leadership. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What about you? What would you pick? Look, probably Thor, Doctor Strange. That's nine bucks. Yep. Uh, both magic, though. Do you want to go both magic? Well, see, that's a, that's the really good question. See, yeah. it, it's a fertile ground. <laughs> it's, a, it's a fertile ground if they're like, pick five. Yeah. You can only pick five. But then you have to go into, well, why, you know, why is Loki only worth $3? Yeah, exactly. Maybe that's accurate. Oh, that's how they that's get you. That's not accurate. That's how they get you. So it's group, baby group. But why is Ant-Man worth $4, but the Wasp, who has all of fly. Ant-Man's powers but can also fly? And is better at martial arts. Yeah. Is it because Ant-Man can turn into a giant man? But surely she, the Wasp suit can do that too. as well. She just doesn't do it. Yeah, well, maybe the idea is that... He, he's got a tech side of him, but is she, she's tech she's te- I would imagine she's exactly as tech savvy as him. Well, he's, I think he's more kind of Radio Shack tech and yeah. she's more science tech. Right. If I had to guess. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like Quicksilver even being, I know he dies immediately, but he's <laughs> very fast. He's very fast. I'd put him above a lot of people on this list. Because that's the thing. If you build an all-magic team, yeah. what if, you, what if you build, the villain you're facing has some sort of anti-magic? Yes. You know. Scarlet Witch, $2. Insane. And who's not on here at all? Captain Marvel. They give you five bucks, mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, good character, very enjoyable. Good, good performance. I like it. Me too. But that's a little something. That's a little something for the, for the, for the boys. You're out there. You know you're out there. <laughs> You don't have to listen if you don't want to. Yeah. Black Panther, $4. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Hawkeye shouldn't be $4. Spider-Man is a $4 superhero, I would say. No, here's though. the thing, though. But, like, Black if, if Hawkeye's four, if Hawkeye's $4, then Black Widow can't be $5. Why not? I feel they're She's on, better than him. But I feel... No, I feel skill-wise they're about the same. Yeah, but he is, she is better, but probably not a full dollar more. But also not $5. No. Also, yes. do you think any of these would accept this money? Oh, we're we paying them. <laughs> yeah, we're paying oh, them. I give double. Well, that's that's a that's a system I didn't factor in. Like yeah. Iron Man, he'd be like, I don't need the Iron Man would be like, I don't need the money. Yeah. Captain America would be like, Well, that's enough. Even if I do need the money, yeah. no thank you, man. That's a um, give it to somebody else. That's that's twenty egg creams, he'd say. Yeah. Forgetting what era he's in. <laughs> Thor wouldn't need the money. Nah. Hulk, no, none of those people, yeah. Black Widow would probably take the money. <laughs> think so? Should take the five? Yeah, I think so. On Just, principle, yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, mm. no, you paying for you paying for a service. So even like like Star Lord, he's three dollars. I wouldn't pick him for a team ever. Yeah, because he'd right? fuck it up royally. Yeah. He like he gets by. He's competent enough, but he's a absolute fuck up, and yeah. he would ruin your your he team. Would ruin and your day. team exactly. He would ruin your team. For a significant amount of time before he pulls it together and then he maybe saves the team. Maybe. But that's what I'm talking about. So just just re- remove any yeah. uncertainty and not have Star Lord I wouldn't take Drax. I wouldn't take Groot. I'd take Rocket or Gamora, but I yeah. wouldn't take any of the other ones. Nebula? Man, uh, insane, though. volatile. I Violet, vol- so, yeah. yeah, unpredictable. You're right. Which era? You know what I mean? Maybe that's modern, true. mate. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, Nebula, Nebula and Gamora are comparable. But if you had to pick one, you'd pick Gamora because she's more skilled. That's true. Yeah. Anyway, that's what I've been reading. Just constantly... Yeah, constantly staring at that all week, being like, <laughs> "What are they? 
What are they even thinking? Well, they got you talking, haven't they? That's true. Uh, also, apparently this week, uh, Elijah Wood uh, was, has been popping into people's Animal Crossing yeah. games and trading turnips. Did you see that? Have you been? I haven't been Animal Crossing. I don't have a Switch, my, so yeah. I, can't, I can't help anyone there. Me neither. With uh, turnips? Sorry? Uh, you can, with turnips or otherwise? Just otherwise, haven't Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I don't know what have been, have been well, reading. Well, I can tell you what I've been reading. Okay, tell me about uh, it. Jeff Lemire, Ryan Cody, Eric Gapster, and Phil Hester are uh, working together on a comic called Family Tree. Oh, yes. It's about an eight-year-old girl who starts transforming into a tree and a fa- their family set out on an adventure to find a cure before she completely turns into a tree. Huh. It's good. There you go. You want a family narrative and about love and trees? Not especially. Then this is perfect for you because it's not even about that. It's action adventure. It's set in space. There's <gasps> not a single me. tree in it. Wow. I tricked him. It's mostly about the tree thing. I said, he can't hear this because he doesn't listen to the podcast. And la, 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 la. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's it. That's what you've been reading. Well, I must have must have been reading some stuff. You've had I? the. You've been on. You've been a, on a bit of a break. I have You're been at home. What have you been doing? I don't know. What have you been doing? It sounds suspicious. If you've been doing nothing since I last saw you, I've been in, I've been sleeping in real late. It's been it's been tremendous. You can't. Add, you, can't you can't. Oh, you know, I've been watching it. There's a there's a guy on YouTube. It's called there's a there's a channel on YouTube called Today I Found Out. Okay, and it's just every every. I think they come out like many multiple times a week, but it answers weird questions like, um, "Where does the royal, where do the royalties for Hitler's book go? <laughs> like who who gets them? You know, Hitler? No, no, they don't. Not. They don't put it into a like a slot in his grave. Oh, they should, shouldn't they? I'm gonna yeah. subscribe to that right now. That's right. Uh, also, if you show up at a certain day, it, it works like a it works like a, uh, a one arm bandit. Yeah, also there is no Hitler's grave uh, because the body was apparently destroyed. Though there's rumours that the Russians have the skull. But we don't know. I went to where he shot himself, his bunker. I think I've talked about it. It's just a car park. <laughs> oh, dear. No, because they didn't want to put like, a, this is where Hitler yeah, died. Yeah, right, right, Because right. people would leave flowers. Yeah, yeah well, exactly right, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, other questions might be like, how far could, as an English speaker, how far could you go back in time? Uh, oh, that is interesting. Before like people wouldn't understand you anymore? Like yeah. Like other English speakers? I have thought about that before. Turns out it's about the 16th century. What happens before that? Before that, there's too many dialects, uh... The, the uh, spelling becomes non-standard. Uh, there was a there was a uh, a vowel shift. Okay, sure. Yeah. At one point, like if you were to say the word "bite," yes. you actually pronounce it "beat." Beat. But they all switched at some point. Yeah, right. So, like naturally, yeah. or it was a. I think it. Yeah, it was like a like an evolution. Yeah. Oh, who eats the fillet of fish? I worked at McDonald's. I always wondered. Who <laughs> was it? Psychopaths. Mostly, and or on Good Friday, and then you'd be Philado fish friends. That's frenzy. true. I think when I worked there, I ate every single thing at one point, except for the Philado fish. I've never had one. Wow, I've had a Philado fish. I don't not, know they're probably like time. fish fingers and whatever, but yeah. Also, I don't know if you know this. You yes. order a Philado fish, you get half a slice of cheese. They don't even give you a full slice. Excuse me. That's right, Mason. Even these days, I haven't ordered one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but if I, if you are you saying maybe if you ordered a Philado fish between two thousand and two and two thousand and five, then that's what they used to do when I because, went there. Because that's what you gave to people. <laughs> no, that is what they they, they were so specific about the right. amount of ingredients because uh-huh. they have to be. It's, it's I think a, what happened is you went you you admitted it one day. You like I only put in a half a slice of cheese, and they're like, my god, no wonder we're all rich. My now, god, they said. man, okay, I'm I'm, I'm going to add this go back in time thing to my watch later queue. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Well, I'm bubbling in all Terrific. kinds of stuff. Well, should we move on to the letters segment of the show? Maybe, but maybe I'll waffle a bit 
while I find the letters theme. Can't we just move on with the police? I don't want to. Mason, I'm... we don't need to waffle a bit. We can actually just start the next segment of the oh show. Oh, my goodness, okay. Don't you feel that it's something we should be prepared for every week? We should yeah, rely th- on us filling out the show with amazing content. Yeah, I know, but I, but, but I am ready every week. Like right now, I'm ready right now. So we weren't filling. Classic one no, was not at all. Letters, I was ready. Oh, letters, we love you. Some letters, they're only a take right now we're gonna do letters that being said right now i am gonna feel because i don't have a letter so. okay well that's good because i i just saw this video it says why did old timey boxers or pose <laughs> make this pose you know the old timey boxer <laughs> yeah. pose oh there's one there's a really interesting one it's and i'm gonna spoil it for you here sure it's the it's the the first one i saw i don't know why it came up in my suggested whatever's yeah but it was in uh like west wild west times if there was a poster that said wanted dead or alive what were the rules of of yeah. that and it turns out you could shoot somebody if in attempting to apprehend them, they either attacked you or they tried to run away. You could shoot oh, them. Oh, so you can't just shoot them straight No, up. you couldn't just shoot but them straight But also, away. you live in a time where nobody sees anything. That's the thing. So here's, <laughs> so here's the thing. So you know how, uh, you know how uh, famous outlaw, train robber, etc., Jesse James, yeah. was killed by his friend Robert Ford? Shot him in the back of the head while he looked at a picture. That, well, here's the thing. He told that, people that he didn't do that. No, he told people that he did do that. He brought in the oh, body. that's why people hated him. He brought in the body and he said, and they said, well, how did this happen? And he went, I, I got him to look at a painting and I shot him in the back of the head. And they were like, all right, well, you're on trial for murder now. But if he'd said, oh, yeah, he tried to kill me and then there was a struggle and I shot him in the back of the head, he would have gotten away with it scot-free. So that's also why people hated that guy. Yep. Because also in that movie, which is a terrific movie, by the way, yeah. uh, so he, he too was like a stage show where he recreates it like yeah, every yeah, night. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And people come to like mock him and call him a coward. Yeah. Shooting a dude in the back of the head. But yeah, but like it was the rule yeah, the rule was if if they came at you or if they ran away, you could shoot you could shoot him in the back if they ran away. So So that's fine, is it? It's apparently fine. Wow. Wild West baby. Wiki wiki wild wild west. <laughs> this is a this is a, a tweet we got. So if you if you want to if you want to email in it's sure. weeklyplanetpod at gmail.com or you can tweet at either one of us. Yes. Uh this is the one that I enjoyed. I love uh, enjoying things. Yeah, it's really good, isn't it? This is from this is from Adam Houghton. If the Titanic never sank, what yes. would have been the number one movie in 1997, taking into consideration the change of events being from the ship not sinking originally? I also had this exact tweet. Right? I've actually pulled up some box office numbers okay, here, which I'm might ready. assist in our discussion. God, it feels good when we're so in sync. We're like the band, in- the Backstreet Boys. They always got to line up their vocals in a way that people found musically appealing. That's why they had so many number one hits. They're still, they're still appealing to this day. Anyway, Titanic made $2.2 billion, right? Yeah. Next up, we had Jurassic Park, The Lost World, made $618 million, so quite a bit less. Yeah. Then we had Men in Black, 587 and then Tomorrow Never Dies, $339 million, which yeah, actually right. came out the same week. So... What if, do you think though, see my, my thinking, yes. and I hate to be a big old basic B, oh, yeah. Mason, mm-hmm. is that if the Titanic didn't sink, there wouldn't have been a movie to replace it similarly. No, I don't think so either. I think it, it captured the imagination. And our hearts. And our hearts. I haven't seen you it. You haven't seen it. In a way that nothing else on that list would have. No. Um, yeah, I, I don't think, and it, it's a thing that would have caused people to go out in droves and watch it over and over and over again, yeah. which I presu- which I presume they did, and none of nothing else on that list would have. So I think the larger question is: Would any which of those movies would still exist if the Titanic didn't sink? Because it would change more than that. I think Pearl I think Harbor. To, well, Pearl Harbor. Wouldn't, to, tomorrow never dies. Did you say? Yeah. 
They probably would have done better. It's on a boat. Well, that's a true. lot of that's on a boat. Maybe maybe boat related, uh, but movies. But tomorrow would be never. But tomorrow never dies. Yes, they were made at the same time. Yeah, right. Like they uh-huh. didn't influence each other. No, I know, but I'm just saying, like maybe all of society would have changed, so people weren't interested about stories on boats because there wasn't a historically huge right. boat related disaster. Is yeah. what I'm saying. I think you wouldn't have had people trying to replicate the success zone. Like as mentioned, we wouldn't have yeah. got a Pearl no, Harbor. No Pearl Harbor, exactly. Yeah, I, would, yeah, you're right. Maybe I wonder be if less histori- of a... it's like historical epics because off yeah. the back of that, well, Saving Private Ryan would have been because that came out the next year, but that would have still been filmed. But I'm trying to think of like. Other examples Gladiator? of Gladiator? Yeah, maybe. Gladiator is more sword and sandals. I don't maybe. No, it's about a sinking boat. I don't think it is. I think it's about Russell Crowe and he's like, people they let these tigers in here. I thought it was just being Gladiator. Are you thinking of Tiger King? Oh. Yeah. I tried to Who watch it. Who put all these tigers? <laughs> I did. Tigers I'm I'm one of the people in Tiger King. It was me. <laughs> I'm one of the several terrible people so in you didn't this watch series. The whole thing. I just don't give a fuck about any of those people. Yeah, that's it's fair. Awful fucking yeah, yeah. people. Mm-hmm. Uh I did watch the Michael Jordan documentary. Which oh, yeah. is fascinating. Um, what is the what's the major thrust? Well, of that? I talked about it on this show, suggestible, my other less successful podcast. Oh yes. So I don't want to get into it too much here because I know there is some audience crossover. But it's basically the '97 to '98 Chicago Bulls season where they're going to win another championship. They won five in a row, and the team is starting to fray. Oh, the, and there's a lot of behind the scenes. What about stuff. his shorts? His big shorts are they starting to no, fray? No, crisp and clean. Doesn't he like wear? Doesn't he wear other shorts under his regular? Well, if shorts? you ask Matt Stewart from Do Go On. Uh, he's really the one that you'd want to consult about Like he wears his college that. shorts yes, he does. under, his, good under his regular shorts. Also in the movie Space Jam. Oh, yeah, that's true. in the movie Space Jam. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, it's, I, even if you don't like basketball, you might like it. Yeah. This is Ryan Cochran. It's Hello. his first time being a guest on a podcast. <laughs> uh, it's not a guest. I mean, you've, you've, you've put your foot in too far here, Ryan. <laughs> is that what he's saying? Not he's our podcast. Is he saying he's a guest now by putting his letter in? Oh, no, no, no. He's saying he's going to be. Oh. But in a way, aren't all our listeners guests on the podcast? This is more of your pandering. Like, like the time you told everyone that they were your best friends that you hang out with. We've been hanging out. I don't Constantly believe you. If you time. haven't hung out with Mason yet, make sure you hit him up because he'll that's pencil right. you in. That's right. No, he'll pen you in so he can't cross it out. That's right. <laughs> Even with one of those special erasers that erases penning. They don't work though. Those. That's what I'm saying. We're, we're all in. We're all in, in aren't we? Um, but yeah, they're all they're all guests in, no. our, in our home. No, nope. our collective home in nope. the, in the man cave. No, nope. uh, uh, Ryan owns a couple of beer focused bar bottle shop stores in Melbourne. Oh, uh, uh, I've just he says, uh, James, you are one hundred percent correct. Beer is a conspiracy. Is that based on something you said on suggestion? <gasps> yes, I did. Yeah, that's right. Basically, I said a lot of people just drink beer because it's like the standard thing to drink and it's yeah. like the socially acceptable thing. Oh, I'm but when aware. I go out, I'm like, give me a fucking fancy weird a cocktail drink. with an umbrella yeah. in it. That's what you I like. I want like a weird thing. Because mm. beer's just, it's too filling as well. You have a couple of pints yeah. and you're like, I've got so much beer in me. <laughs> uh, he says, I've just been asked to be a guest on. Calorie the- heavy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, keep going. <laughs> except for low carb. Uh, but I asked to be a guest on a beer podcast, The Cold Room. Now, my question is, seeing as you two have both been guests on other podcasts, as well as ha- having guests on The Weekly Planet, what makes a good guest? Is there anything I can do beforehand? Yeah, I, I don't... Any tips of the trade in being a podcast superstar? I, I think it helps that if you don't over-listen to everything, if you'd never heard it. Most of the stuff that I've been on, I think I, I knew what it was anyway, uh-huh. walking into it. But, yeah, you, if you don't know, like, just get the flow of it. But don't be like, yeah. well, they're this kind of people, so I'll say this. And it's like, don't overthink it, but have an idea of what you're going into, uh-huh, essentially. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Like if, you know, we've both done Do Go On and like Primates and things like that and Book Cheat. And, you know, there's a certain amount required for you going into that. So I guess find out what it is you need to know. Even ask them, what do you need me to do? What, yeah, for sure. Find out what they might ask you so yeah. you can have answers 
And also, don't worry too much about it because look, no, no going in uh, that don't don't say anything you wouldn't want on on the internet forever. Mm. But also, uh, you can like, if you if you misspeak, They'll they can edit, edit it out. It out. Yeah. So yeah, when, whenever we have guests, yeah. we'd be like, well, whenever I speak to someone, I'm like, if there's anything you want me to edit out, just tell me. Yeah. And I've done that because unless people, they hate your guts and it's a trap, then they get you. Then they get yeah. you exactly. They bait you into saying something yeah. really offensive, and then they keep yeah. it in. But I've and had then people cancel. <laughs> I've had people like request like, oh, can you just take that thing out? Uh-huh. Even if it's like a minor thing, and I just do it because I'm yeah. like, if you're not comfortable with it, I'll take it out. I don't give a shit. Right. Yeah. We don't care what murders you've done. No, we no. love it. We encourage it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. What? Any other advice though? Uh, just be yourself. Just be yourself. You know what I mean? If you've got an interesting story, do that. Mm. If you're funny, do that. It's like going on a date with the internet. Exactly. Right. Could turn out really badly. Where's? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> do you a cologne guy? No. Me neither. Do you think it's coming back though? Uh, Don't ever do it. The concept of cologne is that coming back? Yeah, I feel like it's kind of died off a bit. Yeah, because nobody, you, you can't go out and smell anyone. Yeah, but even you if shouldn't. you could, no, yeah. shouldn't, and you haven't. Mm. Yeah, I've got a tweet here. Hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. It's from uh, Meaning in Movies. What would your advice be for Hollywood at this point? Oh, lower budgets, slimming slates, more streaming, less theaters. Get out your whiteboards and offer your advice. We're brainstorming here. No wrong answers. Lower budgets for me would be, I think, be number one. The Blumhouse model is what a lot of studios yeah. should be looking at. And I don't, mean, I don't mean in terms of because everybody's quarantined and blah, blah, blah. I just mean no. general. Even when we get out of this, yeah. I feel like there's more creativity and there's... There's less pressure on those involved. Yeah. there's Hollywood's become this monster where if, you, if your movie doesn't make a billion dollars, it's a failure for some reason. Yeah. Which is absolute madness. Like, like you'll we'll, get a chance to make another billion dollar film. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> it's true. To, yeah. yeah, if you're in the club, you get the chance to make another one. Yeah. But yeah, like, I feel like, especially when we were like teens. It's a nice shirt. This one? Yeah. This one here? Yeah. It's a good shirt. It's Reinhardt. It looks like it's got a bit of uh, weight to it. Oh, so it's, it's thick. Yeah. So oh, it's, it's thick like a, like a cast iron door. It's good. I like it. Give me that shirt. Yeah, you can't have it. Give me it. Be too small <laughs> for you. I want to wear Leave it Leave me alone. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> Sorry, keep going. Uh, yeah, just um, yeah. I, I feel like when when we were watching movies as teens or twenty somethings or whatever, mm. you could watch a lower budget movie and equilibrium. Yep, sure, absolutely. Maybe not the greatest example. What do you mean? It's the greatest example of a That's movie. Probably a good. Name movie. another movie. You can't. I can, anyway. Well, now I can't. I can name <laughs> nothing else. But sorry, you're saying. But just the idea of you know, it's a movie that cost. You know, twenty million dollars, and it made two hundred million dollars. That's still a win. Yeah. So you know, why not again? Why not and again? again? There's, there's no. There seems to be a, at this point, there's very little uh, correlation between exactly how much money is put into the movie and the end result. You know, you can there can yeah. there are there are plenty of bad two hundred million dollar movies out there. Yes. There are there are a bunch of great you know. Fifty mil. The Invisible Man was a great movie. I can't remember what that cost, but it was not it was like a lot. Six million or yeah. fifteen million. I don't know. It wasn't a lot. Yeah. I think also maybe it would be wise if we're talking budgets, mm. which. But I'm, I, I'm. I agree with you. Lower budget. It's lower stakes. The directors involved don't like get like crushed under the weight of studio pressure to put in a this particular thing or cast this yeah, particular right, person uh-huh. for whatever reason. But the idea that maybe the weight of the budget would then go into marketing, so you're getting people to see it. So, so say if the movie costs five, you put thirty into yeah, marketing. right, uh huh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because and again, that you you're right. If you know the if if the Hollywood formula is correct, mm. if somebody is making a five million dollar movie, 
then they get $5 million worth of advertising. That's not going to get it anywhere. No. And that's obviously going to be... That's it's not going to... That's a couple of bus shelters. Exactly. That's not going to re- give them a big return. And then they're going to go, well, this is a bad model and it's a failure. Yeah. Because nobody saw it. Mm. Because the, no, it was not marketed to anyone at all. So you, no one... you, are, you are... James, you are darn right. I'm Hollywood. Yeah. Peep, there are... There are there are great ideas out there yeah. and great movies being made on lower... Well, there, there should be great movies being made on lower budgets, but yeah. if nobody is seeing them, yeah. then they're going to seem like failures, even though yeah, exactly. they, they, you know, more eyes should be on them. This is something I also thought about back when the movie Australia came out. Do you remember the movie Australia? <laughs> yeah, Baz Luhrmann classic. Uh, I'm just going to check the budget on that because I'm fairly confident that it cost $200 million. When you're there, can you also click... And tell me what Baz Luhrmann's actual first name is, because it's not Barry. It's Basley. It is. Right? I don't know. Is it? It's close to Bas. No, he changed his name. Is it? It's like ba- It is honestly like Basley Luhrmann or something <laughs> like that. It's like born Mark Anthony Luhrmann. Scroll down. To what? To the the, the point where he changes his name to Bas. Yeah. Luhrmann received, he received the nickname Baz from his father because of his Afro hairstyle. Uh, and the name coming from the English Basil Bush. In high school, Lou, uh, Lumen changed his name to Basmark. There we go. <laughs> his real full name is Basmark Lumen. But at first it was like John Mark Peter yeah. or whatever. That's Mark a Anthony. fun little fact, isn't it? It is a fun fact. Yeah. So anyway, the movie Australia cost $211 million. Yeah. No, sorry, $130 million. I apologise. But it made 213 because okay. it's bad. Right. Uh and I remember at the time when that came out thinking, if you had have taken that money, because then that's the Australian film industry. That's your, that's your shot at America for the year. Right. Which is what this country seems to do every now and then. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Which is why the only movies that people know are Crocodile Dundee and the movie Australia. But give that to 10 different directors and give them $10 million each. Yep. And one of those is going to be fucking awesome you might get nine duds yes but one of those is going to break through yeah right Uh and so i just remember thinking at the time that's an insane amount of money to give to one movie which wasn't good either yeah and apparently they also reshot a lot of it on green screen i heard from our friend hollywood pete oh yeah they went back that's why it looks so weird yeah but screen australia is not great at distributing money in a in a in a no, not always. They're better for actually for like smaller creators. Yeah. But we know people who have gone to make bigger budget films yeah. and they've pulled the funding for various reasons. Mm. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you like it? I've not seen the movie Australia. It's kind of tries to, that's one that wouldn't have happened without Titanic. It's got that's that very kind true. of. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, right. Uh-huh. It's got that kind of feeling to it. Mm. Anyways. Well, the then sh- maybe Hugh Jackman's entire career wouldn't have happened. Yeah. Because yeah, he's in that, right? Yeah, but he'd. He'd done, done Wolverine before. And many other things. Forget I said anything there. Yeah, don't even worry about it. Yeah. Remember, it's got that scene where he's shirtless and he pours the bucket on him and people are like, ooh, never seen something so sexy. Struth, they said. Struth, they said. Core yeah, blinding. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, is that the show? Or you got another that's the letter? whole show, yeah. Great. Wrap us up to the home plate. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I hope everybody's doing all right out there. We very mm. much appreciate uh, still listening, even if you don't have a commute to go to. Yeah, that's right. Uh, commute from the bathroom to the bedroom. What's on the way? Podcasts. You better pick up that sock. We're a sock picking up podcast now. We certainly are. That's right. <laughs> Sing our beautiful little song. Yes. <laughs> Here I am <laughs> picking up my socks. It's me, the listener of the week. With that, it's, you know? I know. Yeah. Before we wrap things up, though, a bit of a sad state of affairs, Mason. Not, not sad news, 
But sad news in a but way. Rad news. Rad news? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, sure. Well, Andrew Levins, who people would know from Serious Issue Podcast, Hey Fam, The Mitchin, other podcasts. He's got a thousand podcasts. So many podcasts. He's got, he's, got a, he's got a book out. He's got a kid's book out. Exactly. Yeah, which I buy it. I haven't read it yet because he sent us a copy and it didn't come because everything shut down forever. So yeah, we're going to get hold of that. But it's about a kid who gets superpowers to... Um, through eating vegetables, but he hates vegetables. What's he going to do? It's a real dilemma. Well, we don't know. Why? You, but right? yeah, it's selling really well though, so you should definitely pick up a copy. It's called Nelson Number One: Pumpkins and Aliens by Andrew Levins. You can you can order it online. But yeah, so basically, he's moving his podcast. He's not moving his podcast; they they still exist. But he's joining the Sans Pants Network over there. So that means everything is still running. None of those are being deleted because we don't own. Podcasts no, on the network, but, other uh, ones that we yeah, That's do. right. Yeah. Well, Levens is from Sydney. Yes. And Sans Pants have opened up a recording studio in Sydney. So that's he's right. going to be moving uh, his uh, recording and production of that over to Sydney. Uh, Levens, uh, we are Levens a great debt of gratitude because mm. he created the Planet Broadcasting Great Mates Facebook group. Correct. Which is, in my opinion, one of the very few uh, places to have an enjoyable civil conversation yes. about pop culture and, and just, just, just life in general yep. on the internet. And have a fun, good time without being bogged down by just just Lunacy. aggro <laughs> lunatics. Just people That's who, right. people, you know, the, you know the people who are like, oh, actually, the thing about the internet is, uh, you got to expect to ha- if you ha- put it a pity on the idiot, you got to expect people to be mean and bully you. Why? You can just be nice. You can just be nice, and even if you and, disagree. And yeah. And this, this is a, a the one, you know, the one oasis on the internet of yeah. of just places where you can just. Just talk about the stuff you like, you know, comic books and movies and video games. Yeah, absolutely. And, and just have a have a fun chat, and that's a you know, that is that is a hundred percent down to uh, Levens and the other admins and moderators mm. on that group who, uh, you know, when people step out of line, be like, just be nice, be nice, What's, please, come on. Yeah. And, he, and he really, Levens really fostered an environment where you know, yeah. just just it's, as dadmen, exactly as the dadmen. Yeah. It's just. We're talking about silly things, yes, and it's just it's just it's good to have a silly fun time. There's no there's no room for arguments there. No, that's no? right. Civil discussion. Civil discussion. Yeah. So he's still going to be in the group, obviously, but he's he he has written a post there which you can check out. Where he kind of he talks through that you know why he's leaving in the situation. As he mentions, there's not this isn't a, a bad blood thing at all. I mean, there's bad blood, but we can't get into it because it's a secret. <laughs> no, right. it was honestly like it's it's a great opportunity and why and you know. Why wouldn't why wouldn't he do it? But we're really greatly appreciative for all the things that he's done. You will see him around, like he'll be still around in the group, and he'll be on things as well. In That's the, right, in the probably guess when yeah. we're uh, you know when when everything's mm. back up and running, yeah. and we can meet people in person. We'll have him back yes. on the show, we'll be in his show. Exactly. Who knows? Who does know? So yeah, look, we wish him the best of luck. He's not dead though; he's still out there, so it's going to be okay, I think. <laughs> I think so too. Yeah, but definitely keep listening to all of his shows. Absolutely, and San- the Sandspans guys are great, and girls, they're great. So you know, it's a great. It's a great place to be, and I'm sure there's a number of people listening to this who also listen to that's one right. of the shows over there. So terrific stuff. But yeah, he will be missed, but he's not dead, so that's good. That's true. <laughs> yeah. I choose not to miss him because he's still around. That's right, and we can still talk to him. That's right. Yeah. All right. Uh, but yeah, don't yell at him about not approving your posts because he's not doing that anymore. Because because <laughs> why would he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I just want to also say that the baby that Claire is having, yes. which is also my baby, mm-hmm. I hope. It's any time over the next two weeks. So there could be no episode because I disappear oh, I right. or maybe Mason does well with someone else, but also maybe not because we can't catch up with anybody else. That's true, yeah. Uh-huh. So if there isn't an episode, that's probably why. 
Yeah. I'd imagine. Just want to let people know. We're not planning to stop doing this. No. But things happen, don't yeah. they? Yeah. We're also not planning to stop forever. So presumably. Oh, are you sure? We'll never stop. Okay, good. We'll never ever stop. Oh, no. So if anything, there might be a week. But uh, yeah. we'll figure something out. Figure something out, yeah. Yeah, that's right. What uh, What else, though? Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening and, and subscribing, telling a friend, even if it's on a Zoom meeting. We don't mind. We don't, we don't mind at all. Mm. Uh, if you, get, you know what? If, you, if you're thinking about changing your Zoom background, maybe you're, maybe you're at work, you, you're teleworking, yeah. maybe change your background to the Weekly Planet logo. But if Definitely not, appreciate that. And if you're not wearing pants, do not stand up because everyone will be like... They'll see your genitals. <laughs> yeah. That's what they'll say. That's right. And then they'll associate your genitals with the Weekly Planet podcast, which might be good, but it might be bad. We don't want to take that we chance. We don't want to take the risk, really. Yeah. That's right. You know where we're at. Yeah. Uh, if, or, unless you have like A-plus genitals, in which case. But who unless does? Pe- well, I mean. You know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe you, you work in pornography. Yeah, but even then. And then you're having, a Zoom, bag, isn't you're having a Zoom meeting <laughs> about your upcoming pornography. Well, that's fine then. That's yeah. fine. I think that's, yeah. you're not going to be wearing pants. That's a different scenario. Exactly, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but we can review the show, can't we? Well, yeah, we if you, can. If you'd like to leave a nice review, yeah. that'd be terrific, James. You, you have can, one right there. I've got a couple here. You can do it in app. It really helps the show. Uh, there's a couple of five star ones here that I've picked up. Oliver two two three T says, "Great podcast," but I uh, says, "Can James or Meso dunk a basketball?" Great podcast, but I don't think either of the hosts could dunk a basketball on a ten foot ring. It's very true. You have a basketball. I, I have a basketball. And you have a, a teeny tiny small one for your son. That's as well. for me also. They're both for me. Oh, yeah, right, right. We do. Uh, we play basketball. We together. should do some Hobbit style horse <laughs> perspective where we both dunk on the little, on the yeah. little basketball ring. No, I can't. I think there might have been a time when I could maybe touch a basketball ring, but I certainly couldn't now. Yeah, right. And I definitely have never been able to dunk. Yeah. I presume you are the same, or maybe you're the best basketball dunker. Um, you know, you know, on a pair of uh, Nike Air Jordans, when you pump there's a little up. jump man. Yeah, that's me. I think that's isn't that Michael Jordan? No, that's me. Isn't that Air Michael Jordan? It's not Air Michael Jordan, no. no so, that's, but that's you're not me. actually even dunking though; you're just in the air. So you didn't answer my question: Can you well, dunk or not? No, I, the logo isn't him doing a dunk; it's him flying. So no, can that's you fly? Him. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's him. And I, by him, I mean me. That's me in my victory float after I've dunked many basketballs. But you're already you're still holding a ball. Yeah, I've already dunked one. I've got two hands, don't I? God. Got two hands on a ring, don't I? That's right. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, that answers that question. One Thank of you. us can dunk. Yeah. Uh, uh, th- uh, another yes. one says, oh, no, just quickly, Dax Lusty says, feel good podcasting at its finest. Really great guys. Putting out really great content. That'll take your mind off your worries for a couple of hours a week. What more could you want? It's true. Thank you very much. Anyway, please continue. Uh, if you'd like to get a hold of us, you can go to Weekly Planet Pod at uh, Gmail, at Facebook, at Twitter, at Bandcamp. You can also go to planetbroadcasting.com. You can see all the shows on the Planet Broadcasting Network. You can sign up to our newsletter from the great Rob Collings. You can He's, see all the memes because Claire posted a picture of me when I was a That's where I was going to go with that. If you go to uh, the Planet Broadcasting Great Mates Facebook group, uh, Claire put up a photo of you as a child. Yep. Looking perturbed, yes. And there's a lot of people. Of people have really outdone themselves this this week. Just putting up some James as a little kid memes. They're very funny. That was cool. uh, that face. Pretty much sums up my entire childhood. Just like <laughs> oh. a, just like a uncertain of everything. Because when I was a kid, yeah, I was like, I don't understand anything. Why are adults like? Weird, is it me? Yeah. You know what I mean? How do you interact with people when you're a little kid? And I hope then, I meet this guy on the side of my Air Jordans, my little Air Jordans. <laughs> my, my hero, yeah. yeah. But then growing up, you realise 
everyone's a fucking weirdo and no one knows what they're doing. And you can say anything and it doesn't matter. That's true, yeah. Just be nice. Yeah. But really... You can lie about your presence on the side of a, some Air Jordans if you want. Who'll call you on it? No one. No one will do it mm-hmm. because it's the truth. That's right. I'm with you, Mason. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. If you would like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash Movies if you would like to chuck in a buck. Uh, right. You can also go to the Amazon affiliate link in our episode description. You're buying some groceries, you're buying some essentials. Why not buy them through our link on Amazon.com? It can be non-essentials. That's true. You can buy anything you bloody want. I tell you, I'll tell some you that Pokemon much. cards in a little folder. Oh, that's essential. Is it? Yeah. Who are you Pokemon carding with, though? Other Pokemon masters? Yeah, but you that can't. Would... Social distancing is a trick. So put it on Zoom. Do it on Zoom. No. Zoom. No. Really? Pokemon is a social in-person game. Wow. The game was built around interaction, and I will not hear a word against it. Have a new app, Pokemon Don't. <laughs> the longer you stand still, the more Pokemon you collect. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd probably win that. What's next? Ah, 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 ah. Let me think. Uh, uh, we've got some T-shirts on tpublic.com. Yes. We've got USB tapes with all, all the best subs in the commentaries and all kinds of stuff. That's right. Um, uh, thank you to the Brute and the Basilisk and Rackham for all our musical themes. Yeah. If you want to contact me, I'm Wikipedia Brown on Twitter, but I'm also Nick Maso, N-I-C-K-M-A-S-E-A-U on Instagram. You're Mr. Sunday Movies Everywhere. That's right. If you have any ideas for what you would like in maybe a subscription service thing, yep. what is it? Yeah, please let us know. That'd be exciting. Yeah, we've got, also, we've got big ideas. Don't well, we might worry just do about whatever, but yeah. well, actually input would be great because you know we want to make it worth people's while. Mm. Yeah. Anything else? That's the whole show, I reckon. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kim Jong-un is dead, maybe. You putting that in? You putting that well, in the podcast? it keeps popping up in my feed. Oh, I yeah. just don't know what else. What What do you say about it? Wow. Other than I fucking hope he is dead. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that's particularly controversial, is it? Am I rattling some cages? You're Mason? rattling so many cages. <laughs> wow. Wow. That horrible monster of a man. Yeah. All right, that's the show. Grab that gem, you guys. We will see you next week. Goodbye. Wait, you could have said that we're in sync, like the band in sync. I don't. I only talk about bands that I know. Oh, okay, yeah, sure, 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 sure. sure. <laughs> they were also, a, you know, a, a boy group band. They sang in harmonies. Yeah, and their name literally was In Sync. I thought you said In Sync. Yeah, so that's what I mean. It I sounds N- like sounds like I N S I N K. They were in a sync. Oh no, no, were they no, like no, little no. babies being bathed in no, a sink? No, f- they were fully grown men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're a boy band. You said they're boys. You've got me there. I don't know. I don't think you. I think this is made up. I mean, your Air Jordan story was tight. <laughs> Yeah. And believable, but this is lunacy, yeah, and I won't have right. it. Yeah. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 